What up, dudes? Thanks for coming by for another episode of the Sick Boy Lounge and the SBL podcast. I am thoroughly excited. I know I say this a lot before every episode, but I'm thoroughly excited for this one. Uh, This was probably the longest running episode that I have done to date, and the conversation was flowing throughout the entire time. It was amazing. And uh, we'll get into the guests and stuff later on after the obligatory sponsor thanks. This episode is brought to you by the people over at Pro Gaming Crew. Oh, see, I changed it up there a little bit. Pro Gaming Crew has a slew of gaming accessories for you guys to choose from, from keyboards and headsets and mice and just all kinds of shit. Mouse pads. They have some of the most exquisite looking mouse pads I've ever seen. Just, just amazing artwork. And I mean, the images just practically jump off your desk. They're fucking incredible looking. Uh, and of course, you know, they have a far too numerous amount of skins and grips and stuff for your controllers and shit. I, you know, there's no reason not to go check them out. They have too much shit for you to look at. And they're always having some pretty amazing sales that kind of rotate regularly. So there's nothing really for me to push or promote on this one. But uh, if you go onto their website, ProGamingCrew.com, and you happen to find something you like, use the code SICKOS, S one. C-K-O-S, to get 20% off of your purchase. Discounts are always fun, and we got a few of them here for you today. Like the people over at Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is producing possibly the best gaming drink, quote-unquote, that's on the market right now. Uh, And there's other companies that do the same thing, but what I feel Rogue is doing differently is they're really taking your health into consideration And not just your physical health, but your dental health, too, because some of these guys are using this stuff called malic acid and malic acid is your teeth's worst nightmare. Over time, it does degrade and wears away the enamel and it just it turns into a big shitstorm. No one wants a bad. No one wants bad teeth. You know, we all like to laugh and smile and stuff. No one wants to be self-conscious about that kind of shit. And you also want to be concerned about what you're putting into your body and the stuff over at Rogue is. It's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. It works as an energy drink, the way it's marketed. It works as a pre-workout supplement. It works as a nootropic. It works as a focus enhancer. There's so much going on for it. You have every reason in the world to go and try them out. And if you decide to do so and you use the code SICKOS, spelled the same way as before, you'll get 10% off your purchase. And right now, they just introduced their newest flavors, strawberry kiwi and grape popsicle, to their starter kit. Their starter kit is still currently $11.99. It comes with five single servings of five different flavors, plus your own shaker cup. Like, I got mine on my desk right now. It's the Stormtrooper cup. It's just this black and white looking thing, but it has just incredible Star Wars Stormtrooper vibe off of it. It's by far my favorite one. And they have a couple of different cups on there. You can check out their website, vrogueenergy.com. Don't forget that code SICKOS to get 10% off. And we are also brought to you by the good people over at OP Seat. OP Seat has been making some moves lately, man. They just signed a big partnership with uh, Team Echo Fox, which is one of the top-tier esports teams in the world. Uh, they have their hands in, in all kinds of different events and different games and stuff. And those those guys are professionals, man. They're they're one of the bigger names out there. 
they're also going to be over at PAX East. Uh, be sure to check out their booth if you happen to go out there and sit in some of those fucking amazing chairs, man. Check out that solid steel frame, that cold-pressed memory foam that just, just nestles your little butt cheeks just nicely. You're sitting all comfy-like. They're fucking incredible, dude. And they're amazing people. Their Discord server is constantly active. There are staff members online at any given moment. If you're having trouble reaching someone and you have trouble with like an order or your your chair came missing apart or it came damaged or something like that, you can't get someone on the phone or, you know, get a hold of support in the traditional fashion. You can jump into their Discord and you will more than likely be able to at least contact someone who can help you with your issue or at least point you in the right direction. And there are resources available all the time in different areas to where these guys will help you take care of whatever problem you're having with your chair or with your desk. Their desks are far and above anything that's being made right now. Again, sticking to that solid steel frame, that that good rigid construction, you know it's going to be able to to last a while. I mean, shit, you may never buy another chair or desk ever again, you know? I mean, they're that good. And the Surface acts like a giant mouse pad already, like the material they have on it. The the LED sensor on your mouse responds to it fantastically. And it's still sturdy enough to hold all of the parts of your rig, your tower, your monitors, your keyboard. If you're using a second PC for streaming, you know, all the other shit that goes along with it. Your desk is not going to buckle, it's not going to bow, it's not going to fray apart or anything like that. It's going to hold together and it's going to give you the confidence you need that your rig is being supported and you have nothing else to worry about. So go check them out, opseat.com, use code SICKBOY21. Again, SICKBOY is always spelled with a one. That's just my thing. It's what I do. And uh, $10 will automatically be applied to your purchase, a $10 coupon. Knocked off. Gone. And any sale that OPC happens to be having, like let's say you're getting $20 off their Grandmaster Series, which they currently have going on right now with free shipping. And you throw that code on top of it, you're actually getting $30 off plus free shipping. So what the fuck are you waiting for? Get over to opc.com and get you a motherfucking gaming chair. Okay? Yes. All right. Moving on, we are also brought to you by... The amazing people over at Lucky Duck Tattoo. And I know it sounds like I'm talking up all these people and, you know, calling them amazing and wonderful and all that kind of shit. I will not work with a company or with an organization unless I feel like the people over there are fantastic and they are wonderful. Because my name's attached to this shit too, man. You know, if it comes out that I'm associating with a bunch of dickheads, well, people aren't going to want to listen or watch my show. They're going to think I'm a dickhead too. So, you know, it works both ways. And the people over at Lucky Duck, I mean, I actually know them personally. I've, I've known the owner, Michael Downauer, since like we were in eighth grade or, or high school. You know, we go back a long time and he's a smart dude, an amazing artist. You can go onto his Instagram, uh, archetype.strange, and check out some of the artwork that he's done over at Lucky Duck because it's, I mean, it's fantastic and it's indicative of the kind of work that you're going to be getting from the people over at Lucky Duck, a safe, clean, sterile environment. You don't have to worry about coming out of there with like hepatitis or some weird, scary shit. Uh, they got a really cool waiting room and lobby area where you can chill with the other people and like 
check out some badass music, maybe play some games and shit. It's a really awesome place, man. Uh, actually, under their old ownership, they took one of my old band's CDs and actually played it as the lobby music in there. And they're, they're fantastic people, man. They're friendly as shit. And they're going to treat you right. And if you go in there and if you ask for Michael and tell him that sick boy sent you, he may even give you a wet sloppy kiss. So, all right. Let's get into this episode, man. Uh, for this one, I brought on a guy that's actually a personal friend of mine. But I also brought him on because he happens to be the event and partnership coordinator for Origin PC. If you're familiar with Origin, they're one of the top tier custom PC manufacturers in the world. They're top five easy. And there's only like a handful of people that are really doing it to the level of quality and craftsmanship that Origin is doing. And they're not going to steer you wrong. They're not going to just throw a bunch of numbers at you and shit. Like the conversation I had with Bezos is it makes me feel like that is the company to go to anytime you're in the market for a new gaming PC. And I know it sounds like a sales pitch, but I'm actually going to leave it right there because I want you to listen to the conversation. We had an amazing talk about origin about his time down at PAX South we talked about music. We talked about different types of games. We talked about, you know, the history of gaming and, and esports. And we got into a lot of shit. We had a lot of fun too. So yeah, it was it was a really good time, man. We had a good talk, and uh, we got into some really really good stuff. And the featured artist tonight is just as amazing. Uh, this is actually a band out of somewhere in the northeast. Oh man, I forgot now. But they're called the Barbarians, and they have this really awesome, kind of like a a revitalized version of like that old 90s alternative grungy style of music, and they are really, really good. I can't talk them up enough, because if I sit here and try to, this promo is going to go forever. So I'm just going to go ahead and let you enjoy the music. Um, there will be links uh, on social media and other places if you want to go check out their music. And if you check out the video version of this of this show, there will be a link there in the description. So, all right, guys, let's just get into this motherfucking thing because the Sick Boy Lounge is open for business. All right, here we go. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you for joining us here for the Sick Boy Lounge, the SBL podcast. Boy Beezus is going to be our guest tonight for the show. Got the brews going. We got the brews going. It's going to be a good time, guys. Uh, Beezus. 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 Marion Joseph is so good to have you here, bro. Uh, Hey, yeah, man. No, no, no. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you for taking time out of your day to to be on the show, dude. I uh, I kind of want to just get right into it. PAX. PAX South. Possibly one of the most gigantic gaming conventions in the world, and you got to be a part of that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you got to be there firsthand, man. I, I just... I don't want to be the generic, what was it like? But I mean, kind of, yeah, what was it like? You know, just kind of 
give us a vicarious way of living through your eyes and what that fucking zoo must have been like, man. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. More often than not, Origin PC has presence Okay, hey man, real quick, I hate to make you repeat yourself, but uh, we were having some audio issues on my end, um, but I think we got it figured out now, so can you just go over that one more time real quick for everybody? Uh, I mean, the, basically, the, the too long didn't read, uh, I'm, I work for Origin PC, I'm the partnership and event coordinator. Right. So basically, what that means is, uh, you know, I'm the dude that coordinates any sort of presence at events, uh, typically, it's in the form of you know, partnering with other developers or companies. Uh, and basically, you know, if people want some sort of hardware to, uh, you know, maybe demo a game or, you know, show off some new software that they have, uh, they reach out to us. We provide them with systems uh, via a, a loaner pool. And, uh, you know, we just kind of cross promote each other. Uh, we kind of help out companies, especially smaller companies uh, that don't necessarily have the means of purchasing systems. And uh, they give us a little bit of advertising, so it's a scratch your back, scratch mine kind of scenario. And it's really cool, man, because it, it, you know, it, it allows me, you know, me specifically, to meet people that I probably would have never come across. Yeah, for sure, dude. That's got to put you like right in the passenger seat for you know a lot of different companies, uh, different shit that they got going on. I know uh, recently some of your content's been revolving around this game, Fantasy Strike. You got to oh, kind of yeah. like get a one-on-one -on -one with the developers and, and stuff like that. Before you get into it, though, let me address some things over here. We got Brad. Will are you in the chat, man? Thank you for your support. That's your boy. That's your boy. Brad. Uh, Raid Esports. Raid Esports GG coming through with a follow and joining us here for the show. Thank you guys so very much. That really means a lot. And uh, Candy Red 101 hello, Han Candy. Nice to see you again, and thank you for the host. Okay, we're off to a smashing start here, man. Raid, Raid Esport in the chat says we have no uh, audio unless that was already fixed. No, yeah, that, that was addressed uh, before. That's why I kind of oh, made okay. you repeat yourself. Cool, cool, cool. Um, right. But, yeah, okay, yeah. Fantasy oh, Strike, yeah. devs uh, at PAX South. Oh, yeah, so Fantasy Strike, PAX South. Uh, yeah, man, some really crazy fight game. That I mean, I love fighters. Like, that's all That's all I do. As a matter of fact, uh, the reason I, I, t I told you I might have been late today is because uh, uh, I was at, actually at my mom's place. Okay. And, uh, my little brother is over there, and uh, we were playing some Smash Bros. So uh, you already know, like, the end of that story. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No rest for the wicked. Hey, man. You, <laughs> sometimes you got to you gotta stomp on your on your siblings to let them know what's up, you know? But um, I mean, that's yeah, just introducing them to reality, if we're being honest. It, you know what, though? I'm proud of the kid because g growing up, he was never, like, uh, he was never a sour sport. Like he would always take his ass whoopings like a man. Okay. You know, like, like he was never like, he never like got fussy. He never threw his controller. He never was like, Oh, you're cheating. Like he got his ass kicked and he enjoyed it. Like he really like, like was a good sport about it. And a, a kid that age, like you, you don't see that a lot, you know? Like, yeah, he never man. Gave up. Like I would whoop his ass 20 times straight <laughs> flawless victory. And he would just be like, all right, let's run it again. 
Oh yeah. yeah, dude. That's that's awesome though. Yeah, you gotta you gotta work out that that rage quit ma- mindset out of people. I feel like pretty early on because that's that's definitely something that follows people well into you know their adulthood, and you still see it in some of these in these multiplayer games where. I mean, people have made whole compilations just on people just raging out in these games. So, oh yeah, bro. to hear to hear someone that's got like that cool level headedness. I mean, that's that's awesome. That's great to hear. Yeah, um, man. Uh, I, I definitely want to make sure that he doesn't turn into one of those like you know, ooh, like you know those those jerks that basically just don't know how to have a good time. And he's he's growing up into a nice little dude. I'll give him that. I mean, that's to say dope. little is, a, is an understatement because he's already taller than me, bigger than me. <laughs> he's only like 15 years old, bro. It's crazy. Oh, no shit. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's wild. It's always something in the water, right? Um. So, yeah, I mean, being, being in that position where you actually kind of get to shake hands with some of the people responsible for some of this stuff, like you said, you know, that's, that's largely due in part to this, this position you now have at Origin PC. When you say partner an events coordinator what what goes into the whole partnership thing like are you actually reaching out to people and like forming sponsorships uh, sorry partnerships and maybe sponsorships as well you're kind of like making some some business interactions going on absolutely uh i mean any anything that could essentially help uh spread the brand awareness of origin pc um is, is what we're essentially trying to do for example uh, one of the recent partnerships that I just recently, uh, you know, basically kind of locked down was uh, one with a uh, Lucid Sound. Uh, Lucid Sound, they killed it at PAX South this year. Um, okay. Was incredible. Um, they they had uh, they had Hollywood. I'm not sure if you know who Hollywood is. A big, big dude, like tall, tall. I don't want to say black, but I mean, come on, he's, he's a fucking <laughs> black guy. Um, big, tall, black dude. Really cool personality. He's he's very well sought after, to, you know, for for uh, shout casting games and stuff like that. Okay. And they had a, they had four of our systems there. That's why they reached out to us. So we sure. gave him four PCs, and uh, he was hosting the Rocket League tournament. They had a they had Counter Strike tournament. They were doing it, man. They had they were giving out headphones for the winners, uh, and they had a really awesome booth, man. They had some chick with a fucking. Uh, a zero suit Samus cosplay one day, so you already oh, know. Oh, nice! She was, she was drawing attention over to yeah, the booth. dude. And at one point, there was like maybe 150 people around that booth, dude. It was nuts, dude. It was wild, bro. No I shit. Happy to be a part of that, man. So, Hell yeah! yeah. And they're called Lucid Sound. Lucid Sound. Lucid Sound. Yeah, Let's talk about great. them a little bit. What's what's their product line? What do they got going on? They they specialize in gaming audio, so uh, headphones. As a matter of fact, let me see if I do. Am I allowed to put links in the chat? Like, is that a thing? Or yeah, not? that should totally be a thing. Uh, if not, uh, just uh, give me give me a word on it, and you know, if you're not able to put it through, I'll put it through, dude. Let me see if I can get their website. But yeah, they make quality stuff, man. Like they're they're dope, man. I really like I really like that we're working with them. Let's see. Brad says some really cool guy got me a shirt. Oh yeah, Brad, <laughs> I do have your shirt, man. As a matter of fact, it's in my car. Um, I mean, I don't want to step off the stream to go get it, but I de- it's a it's a Fortnite shirt, and it's like it's a mixer branded. Uh, okay, shirt. okay. So uh, I know you're gonna love that shit, man. All right, so yeah, there's the link, uh, Lucid Sound. If you guys are interested in in grabbing some some top of the line gaming headphone sets, definitely check them out. I'll be checking them out after the stream for sure. I'm always looking for for interesting new pieces of tech to check out and absolutely talk man. about on the show and shit. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, their upbringing is actually really cool. It's very similar to Origin PC because uh, I don't know how much you know about Origin, but we used to be Alienware. 
Um, and when Alienware got bought oh, out, oh, no. I do remember like seeing little blurbs and shit about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Go, go ahead. So yeah, when, talk Alien, about when Alienware got bought out by Dell, um, basically the the main honchos, like some of the higher ups in the company, they started to realize that you know basically whatever you know whatever happens, it's the classic court you know corporation swallowing a, a you know a business story where. You know the the true value of the company gets completely diminished and yeah the old um, hostile they, takeover exactly yeah and, you know their whole thing was custom gaming pcs and it started oh, yeah. to become this proprietary you know just normal you know go let's go outsource it in some you know fucking foreign country and get really cheap parts and they stepped away from the custom part of it and so uh these guys they, they branched away uh, Kevin Wazaliski, uh, Hector Penton, Richard uh, Carey, uh, they started their own company, and that was Origin PC. And this was about 2008 or so, 2007, around that time. And okay, so a significant amount thing. of time has gone by since then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, now they're, you know, now they're, you know, recognized as one of the best PC manufacturing companies out there. I mean, if you're a PC gamer at all, you, chances are you probably know about Origin PC. Oh, yeah, I've definitely heard the name. I did get it confused with another company that I'm just not going to name drop here because we're talking about these guys. But, um, yeah, so they've they've definitely made a name for themselves all over again. I mean, Dell went after Alienware for a good reason. You know, they were easily at the time, like at the height of their notoriety, were hands down one of the best custom PC manufacturers out there. And I mean, they spawned an entire line of other companies that do the exact same thing, i.e. Zydax, iBuyPower, yep. CyberPower, yep. all these other guys, they followed in their footsteps. So to see, I don't know, I mean, this this may just be my own personality and the way that I kind of view things, but it's really awesome in my perspective to see that the people who started that still had the same passion for that craft. You know what I mean? Because, oh, I mean, yeah. they carried it over into another company and basically started from scratch in a way and now here we are 10 plus years later and again they have gone to the top tier of the pyramid and they're doing it all over again that's fucking amazing actually yeah, they're, they're great guys man like I, I love working for that company for the first time in my life it it's a, it doesn't feel like a job you know what i'm saying like oh I, for I sure love, i love going to work man like it, it i feel like i'm a part of a family as a matter of fact what today's saturday uh, I was in the I, I had I had to go to the office today because I had to do inventory, but it like it didn't it, it wasn't a bummer for me. It, was, it wasn't like, oh, fuck, I'm working on a Saturday. I was, oh, I got to go get the job done. You know, I, I got to go. I got to go count my shit. And it, it I feel proud. You know, I feel I feel good where I'm at right now. Like these guys really take care of me, man. I've only been there for a little over a year and I'm already in the position that I'm in. But that's because I I've been busting my ass, dude. Like, it, for the, again, for the first time, I, I feel like like it's a career and not like a job you know what i'm saying like it's it's i'm in the gaming industry bro i fucking yeah. work in the gaming industry dude. and that's, that's an and you're 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 living you're easily living the dream uh for a lot of people that are either watching this or going to be listening to it later on when it gets posted it's it's one of those things because i I was, I was talking to brad the last time when he was the guest on the show and we were talking about the old days where you know we had the four-player split screen going on with GoldenEye on N64. Oh, dude. <laughs> and me and my buddies are sitting there talking shit, and we're, like, you know, getting racking up the kills. But, in, like, in between all that, we're also just kind of, like, looking at each other going, 
wouldn't it be cool to make gaming like a part of our lives to make a living like to make a living yeah. doing this kind of shit and yeah. we are now in a split in a place where we can do exactly that Absolutely. you're a living testament to that you may not be playing games for a living but you're in the industry and yes. you're balls deep in it right now i mean you're you're hands-on involved with a lot of these events like pax and i'm pretty sure you're going to be hands-on involved in any other events that are coming up um while we're on the subject, are there any events coming up? Oh, dude, I'm glad you asked, bro. Let me just start spitfiring him. Uh, both oh, PAX West, PAX East, uh, GamesCon, TwitchCon, BlizzCon, uh, probably oh, QuakeCon. <laughs> Again, if it has a con at the end of it, more more likely, I'm going to be there, dude. And, that uh, is awesome, yeah. man. I actually yeah, started getting back into Quake um, with Champions. Yeah, I used to play Quake oh, 4 on dude, PS2 with my buddies. Champions, bro and uh quake champions came out now it's a free-to-play so no one's got any excuse not to go give that shit a that's shot that's what i'm saying man that's what i'm saying i love that game bro that game is a fucking is so much fun dude oh it is yeah, and it's still you get it's... stomped at first but once you start getting your groove in in that game like it's 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 like crack bro that is a very true statement um i actually had to make some space on my on my pc for a couple of other games that were coming out that i wanted to kind of talk about on the show what do we got here is this elysian Dayglow ipa is that a is that a local brew i have no idea i i the thing i you know i i knew i was going to be on here so i'm like you know what let me stop by the gas station real quick pick up some brews hell and I yeah saw this beer and i was like this is the one bro like okay this is the camera shot right here like this is i do like the label i do like the label it's it's some it's some what you got there what you got in your glass brother i i got some uh, i'm working on some rolling rock tonight i'm drinking on a budget my friend but um uh lately we uh we stopped by uh publix over here by by our house and i got into uh this this group called diver down it's a florida brew and it's a uh it's a red ale similar to like red stripe but it's got just a little red bit bear. yeah red bear <laughs> it's got just a little bit more of that hoppy bite like right here back at the end where you where that that clean finish kind of goes into like that hoppy bittery finish like taste you know what i mean nice yeah yeah very very crisp not nearly as crisp as that fucking dragonborn tattoo my friend that was a very oh, nice yeah. piece of ink you got there hey bro you're it's speaking to, speaking to my heart there my friend yeah, man. i'm a long running skyrim fan long-running skyrim fan that's man. the first game i put hundreds and hundreds of hours in. Like, i probably put like 500 hours into. Like, i man, have owned say, oh that's chump change that's not <laughs> uh dude i've owned at least like five different copies of that game on oh, like, five different systems you know same. just like constantly fucking todd howard platform other than vr like i've got okay like... <laughs> uh okay we got some chat going on raid sport raid esports says golden eye holy crap dude nostalgia yeah hey man that's that's this generation though like like there's a whole we we have entered into a space and time where there is an entire separate generation that has no idea what that is or what yeah, it was man. like you Absolutely. know what i mean yeah no we're we're already entering a time where like mobile games is like the it, like it, it in case you guys aren't aware, mobile games is like that is the number one selling platform. More than Switch, more than PlayStation, more than PC. It's mobile games right now, guys. It's scary to think about. It's scary, bro. It, it I mean, is. It is in a way. And uh, let me address one more here. Candy Red says, "Buy me a good computer, and I'll play the crap out of it." 
Hey man, we preaching to the motherfucking choir, stuff, man. Like if you if you save up, my dude, I, I I guarantee you, you will not you will not regret buying an Origin PC. Oh, dude. absolutely. I I don't doubt that. I've been I've been looking at the the website here a little bit. There there's some stuff on there that I'm that I'm uh, definitely looking closer at. Um, fuck. What were we just talking about though? We were talking about Goldeneye. Goldeneye a little bit, mobile yeah. Games, mobile games, mobile games. games are taking over. And it's funny because like a lot of them are like on release, free to play, and they're surviving completely off microtransactions. I love you mm-hmm. guys too, man. You guys are awesome. Yo, um, Brad, I can't wait to see you again, brother. We gotta arrange something, homie. I'm off every weekend, dude. So I really wanna see you again, my dude. Well, yeah, yeah, dude. You guys, I know y'all go like way the fuck back to like way high school shit, right? Back. Yeah, we we went to high school together, man. <laughs> Was that Brad, Brad? Brad knew me when I had dreadlocks, bro. Like, Whoa, yeah, hold bro. up, <laughs> wait a minute. Yep, you had some dreadlocks in it. I had dreadlocks, man. <laughs> So what what are what are we talking? Are we talking about like ninety nine, two thousand? Like how how far back are we going? Nah, I I had dreadlocks for all of high school. So basically two thousand six all the way to like two thousand ten. Nice is when I I had dreadlocks. I was like, fuck it, I'm a skater. I want I want that vibe. So like I I, ah, so you went for the old nineties chino vibe, old Deftones, old Deftones style, man. Definitely like Rage Against the Machine, lead singer type shit. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, speaking of my heart here, man, we we got so much to talk about. <laughs> That's what um, I'm here for, brother. So, I mean, all right, this actually makes me think of something. We got an esport rep in the in the chat here. What? How deep into the esports world is Origin right now? That is a great question. Not that deep, really. It's well. Here's the thing: for major esports companies like. The top tier esports. I'm talking the Cloud Nines. I'm talking Overwatch League. I'm talking, yeah. you know, like triple triple A esports. All of the other big hitters have already have a they have a firm footprint in that space. Okay. So we're talking Alienware, right? Uh, um, HP Omen. You know, they 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 have the money to get into that kind of. Yeah, space. I was gonna say because that was one that kind of came out of nowhere. Like HP had just been kind of working in the landscape of like professional workstations and like graphic design and, uh, you know, IT and tech support and shit like that. And then it just kind of seemed like overnight, all of a sudden they have this vested interest in esports and they have this entire product line devoted to it. And it comes right down to what you just said. You know, they have the money to back it up and to almost steamroll any any other startups that are trying to kind of like get their foot in the door it kind of seems oh, like, yeah, a, like a demo yeah, on dude. their part but i'm i mean you know, it, what do i, I mean, know it, again it is what it is when you when you have when you have the cash you got the flex you know like when i was at pax uh there was this really awesome stage where they were doing like a fucking uh it, i think they were doing like maybe a PUBG tournament yeah it was a PUBG tournament okay and it was like 30 it was 30 pcs what's up uh mick hey mechanic how you going how you doing man so um so yeah like they had like 30 pc set up but it wasn't just it wasn't just towers it was keyboards monitors mice like they had the whole setup and it's like yo like if we were to do something like that it would be it would set us back you know like and like right. i mean it's 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 possible but the thing is it's like these guys are these guys are just on it so going back to your question it's a space that personally i want to get into like and in a smaller community you know what i'm saying because like you know what let 
let the big guys have the big leagues. Sure. There's a bunch of small tier esports leagues that are out there that I want to tap into. Okay. You know, so like I mean, they need they need the support need, too. Exactly. Especially like let's say let's say I'm Joe Schmo and I want to host a a League of Legends tournament. Okay. You know, and I have the space to do it, but I don't have the hardware. Okay. Maybe I have one or two computers. And you know, realistically, you're going to need anywhere between 12 to 24 computers to have a legit tournament. Yeah, if it's going to be like an open table, that. yeah, for sure. I can do that. You know, I can supply you with the systems. Uh, you know, the only thing I ask for in return is one, you have to cover the shipping costs to get the machines. Okay, fair. Two, you need uh, you need to put up some sort of marketing material that I provide you. So monitor toppers that say "Powered by Origin PC." Uh, I'm gonna give you postcards so that you can give out that advertise my product, and I might give you some swag. I might give you some wristbands. I might give you some shirts. You know, so that you know for brand awareness. I'm not asking you to rent the PC. I'm not asking for any dollar on the PC. You know, all I ask is that you. Also, you have to display my PC as well. So it's like, if I give you my systems, they have to be out for people to see. And that's really it. I mean, you have yourself a system that you can, a very powerful system. All of my machines have nothing less than a 1080 graphics card, yeah. with 16 gigabytes of RAM and i7 processors. So it's not like you're getting, it's not like you're getting a little fucking, you know, come me out of that PC. You're getting a powerful <laughs> fucking PC, you know? So like, uh, I mean, and that's what I want to do, and I, I and I'm trying to reach into the space. I wanna I want to hit up uh, colleges, uh, because colleges are starting to take on the the esports as well. Like, yeah, they, they got scholarship thing. programs and shit running now. Uh, there's a there's a few kind of I don't know what the actual terminology would be, but there's a few like minor league universities out there that are starting to tap into the esports things. They have scholarship programs revolving around it now, and they're putting together teams for like Rocket League and Overwatch and. Yep. League of Legends and all this other shit. Um, there's uh, WSOE is happening right now. Rocket League's going on with that. Uh, Team NRG over there, which is sponsored by OP Seat. I happen to be affiliate for them. They got a great sale going on, by the way. Um, okay. So yeah, get up. And so, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a thing that people want to get into. And, and they should want to get into it because it's only going to get bigger. Yeah. You know, it's it's the, the esports as a whole. Oh, yeah. And esports as a whole, it's not a passing fad. Like, this is something that's been coming since, if arguably, this has been in its inception since the 70s. Because even back then, you had people that are competing to break arcade records for like Pac Man yeah. and, and whatever the top, you know, popular games were back then. Um, Rate Esports says NACE, National Association of Collegiate Esports. Collegiate Esports. They're. That's what they're okay. So yeah, I mean, there's whole organizations that are revolving around this thing, and like I said, you know, it's been growing for the past forty, fifty years, and it started as just people trying to break each other's records on these arcade machines, and then uh, when Street Fighter, Street Fighter came out onto the onto the ground, oh, you know, no, that was Street before took off way before PC and console gaming was like really being taken seriously or was even a thing, arguably, and you even had tournaments revolving around Street Fighter where people were winning ca small cash prizes and shit like that. So esports has always been there, but just now do we have like a label and a face attached to it to where we can define it and yeah. package it in a way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. And it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's wild. And, 
And, uh, you know, going, going back to the root of all of this, it's, it's a space that I really want to get into because right now, predominantly, you know, what, what we, what we have a really strong, like a strong hold in is, is the influencer space. Okay. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a, like, for example, uh, I mean, I know he's a bit controversial, so I'm just going to say that immediately, but, uh, PewDiePie is, you know, one of our sponsors. Okay. You know, he's, he's, he's one of the guys that, that we work with. And I mean, I mean, the guy gets millions of views per, per, per video, you know what I'm saying? And like, he, he definitely sells computers for us. That's for sure. Yeah, man. He um, hasn't, you know, despite all the, the craziness that he got involved with and, you know, you can make your argument for, for whatever side of it. Yeah. He, he made some poor choices, whatever, very poor choices, but I mean, he's not losing traction because of it. He, I want to say for the most part took responsibility for his actions. So, I mean, he's not trying to just sweep stuff under the rug, but I mean, his following is devoted yeah. and they've shown that. I mean, like you said, he still gets millions of views per video that he posts. So, I mean, he's not losing traction from it. So, I, I mean, obviously companies are still going to look at him as a viable marketing platform to promote their products. And oh, yeah. rightfully so. I mean, he's still a big name in the industry. He's, arguably the first streamer and the guy that really kind of like pioneered this particular you know career space and making people just even realize that streaming could even possibly even be a career space so yeah i mean that makes sense to to go to someone of that notoriety level to help push your product and i mean hey if it's someone that actually digs what you're doing and actually has respect for your product line and for you as a company all the better yeah. all the better I, here's I a couple makes... other names that we got um angry joe that's one of our guys okay um, burke black we actually did a live build for him that was my first live build that i hosted on the on the company stream uh that was last wednesday or yeah it was so yeah it was this wednesday uh you know burke black pirate theme dude he likes to play atlas and a bunch of weird weird games uh Towley is one of our guys tim uh timac is one okay. of our guys we got a, we got a handful of influencers under our name and uh, so that's what I'm saying. It's a, that's the space that we've like really gotten into. Um, but again, like I feel like the esports, e the, the whole esports scene itself is something that we could really tap into, especially like the B tier, C tier uh, esports scene. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's. Um, I think some of these even like these some of these more top tier teams. They even have like lower level kind of club teams i guess you want to call them yeah, or like, like lower divisions and stuff yeah kind of like the minors for baseball you know how they have yeah. the big organization but they still have like the minor league team and that they go even further down the scale and stuff like that um <laughs> brad said oopsie pewdiepie made an oopsie <laughs> ah, that's funny shit um so yeah i mean there's there's definitely a um a platform there for you guys to to get involved with and like the guy from Rady Sports was saying with the collegiate thing, which is uh, something you've already expressed. So that's dope. I mean, definitely heading into that space makes sense. And it's, it's probably something you guys should do anyway, just being the type of company that Origin is. It's, oh, you know, yeah. It just makes too much sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, can you tell me a little bit more about Raid Esports? It seems to me like you and Raid Esports G got yourself like a little connection there. well i mean we've only just started communicating today to be honest um, oh wow so like i'm i'm not too familiar with i got introduced to them through brad uh because okay. i think brad actually got recruited as a as a streamer 
for the org. If I have any of that incorrect, please, guys, feel free to correct me. Um, but you know what? We should probably schedule an appearance for one of you guys so you can talk a little bit more about the org. And uh, I smell a power move. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Brad is a streamer for us and a very good one. Undoubtedly. Yeah, dude, oh, Brad, Brad X like has by far one of the most chill battle royale streams that i have ever watched like you you barely see a a brash emotion come across his face unless it's like down to the last five people in the match and he even just gets then, yeah even then, he, he <laughs> oh, man. like and then like just move on to the next one bro I fucking uh, <laughs> no but for, for sure like we need to get you guys Anyone from over at Raid, if you guys want to be on the show, talk a little bit more about the org, I would be more than happy to have you. That's I'd be more than happy to watch that. So hell yeah, dude. That's uh, I love the vibes he gives. It creates a great atmosphere for chat. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree with that testament anymore if I tried to. Um, but that's that's the direction that I'm taking the show. Like I want to get more people that are involved in the industry, either as streamers, as PC builders, as content creators, whoever you are. If you're involved in the industry, I want to talk to you. I want to I want to get your thoughts on here. And especially if you're just trying to grow and if you're trying to get content, notes, slide into those DMs, baby. Hell slide yeah, in. you know, I'll be doing slide that. In, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's more or less the platform that I'm trying to build this podcast off of is talking to other people that are involved and not even making it topical, just just having a conversation. So I feel yeah. like it's more genuine that way. Um, you know, cause we've already covered probably a handful of topics just offhand by yep. just, you know, having a genuine conversation. And that's why Bro, I love doing again, it this way. Like, I, again, I, I really appreciate you having me on here, brother. Like this is, this is super cool, bro. Hey, it's entirely my pleasure, man. You're, you're, you're exactly the type of, of personality that I like having on this show, you and Brad and every, like I've been talking to a lot of people and this just makes too much sense because we've got people out there that are not only trying to grow their own content, like you're still trying to grow your own Twitch channel and you've got your own content that you're growing and, and trying to get out there and stuff. And you got origin PC that's, you know, building a huge name for themselves in the PC world and shit like that. So getting that voice out there to not even necessarily just keep it generic as promotion, but to just, talk about the inner workings of stuff that's going on that people may not unnecessarily understand or know about, but yeah, do still have an interest in. Oh, so absolutely. like, you know, being able to walk around packs and go to talk to all those developers and shit. I mean, that's something that people are going to want to know about. Yeah, man. You oh, know, man. It, God, what an experience, man. By the way, San Antonio, fucking hell of a town, right? City, dude. Beautiful city. Oh, man. dude. Yeah. I have family out there, actually. My uh, my uncle and my aunt and uncle and all my cousins uh, on my mom's side stay out in San Antonio. So that's where I learned about some of the places out there. And um, that 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 oh, restaurant that yeah, that restaurant that you Yo. went to is oh, pretty my new. God, dude, <laughs> that restaurant was fucking amazing, dude. Talk about Yo. it. Talk Yo. about it. The pork poppers that they serve. By the way, they gave us free appetizer because it was our first time there. And oh like, no, hey, shit! You should try the pork poppers. They came on these little fucking. Oh man, let me see if I took a picture of that shit. Homie. Okay, hell that yeah, shit dude! Was amazing, dude. 
oh my god bro yeah the so river walk like, at night body. is like oh, gorgeous man, too it's so good man. yeah like, it, yeah it's beautiful dude like unlike anything i've ever fucking seen bro like san antonio gets a lot of shit from from people from houston as like their dirty cousin but they definitely have their own personality just as a city and then you got the alamo it's like the big tourist attraction and shit last time that I actually traveled there to stay. We actually stayed at uh, the Crockett Hotel, which is like this huge towering hotel that's like right over of the um, of the Alamo. And you get like this really awesome like aerial view of the Alamo and shit from the hotel. It's pretty cool. Uh, Twitch Dirk says pork poppers. Dude, those pork poppers were amazing. So unfortunately, it was all Snapchat. So I ah womp 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 womp. We'll just use our uh, imagination and and live vicariously through your stomach. So like they put popsicle sticks like into these pork poppers, and then they put like a myriad of different sauces on the plate, and like oh man, it, it was just fucking delicious. <laughs> uh, they had they, they they brought out two salsas. Uh, they were both the same salsa but they served one chilled mm -hmm. and one hot okay one cooked. and they you know they even recommended like hey the the chilled one is really good but the hot one like like really brings out the flavor of all of the ingredients and yeah like, yeah we, we tried the chilled one first we're like all right i fuck with this tried the second one the the, the cooked one and i was like yo that shit is amazing that's awesome, dude. I'm I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I, I I'm always... really glad you recommended it, man. I well, that's the thing too is like I get anxious when I recommend places to people because it's always going to be hit or miss. Like I'm just kind of oh well, this is a place that I really enjoyed, which doesn't necessarily mean you will, but because I did, I'm going to recommend it to you. So. Yeah, exactly. But that's dude, cool. I'm, was... I'm glad you had a good time there, man. Didn't you say they had like some some killer margaritas? when you were uh, leaving or some killer, shit like killer that? marks bro they they actually uh recommended that that was a special um i got just like a basically the standard house margarita my crazy ass co-worker got the <laughs> margarita with like the rim of like picante on it oh he got the uh, like the chilada style yeah yeah dude. like I, he was like so fucking amazed by that he was like, oh, this, is, <laughs> this is awesome because it was nice and cold outside so all the spices oh yeah really making us feel like really good oh for um, sure dude yeah bro it was it was really good and you know my my entree was the the chicken fajitas i got the chicken fajitas and that shit was you can never go wrong with fajitas man that shit was on point man that was so good that's really dope good. he well, got the, he got the steak fajitas and I, I had a little piece of his he was like bro you gotta try this oh yeah I one piece of steak bro that shit melted in my mouth bro it was such a good fucking Cooked to perfection. Yeah, we're probably just yeah. making everybody hungry at this point. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. It was, just, it was, it, it was worth talking about. It was oh, worth sure. talking about for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I'm definitely... I, I see another Texas trip in my future. I just can't say exactly when. So I'm, prob I'm probably going to try and make it a point to visit the folks have, over in SA. And... Have you ever... Uh... Oh wait, well Dallas is not San Antonio, but I might be I might be in Dallas for for QuakeCon. Okay, when is that? So, uh QuakeCon QuakeCon is in July? Yeah, QuakeCon's in July. Okay. Mm, I I hate making commitments that far out, so I want to say that I would love to be there, but I can't say if I will. But okay. if I am, cool. we're going to make it a thing. Oh, absolutely. We're definitely going to make it a know. thing. Where is it that you currently stay right now? Uh, I am actually in Florida. I'm in uh, Central Florida. What? Yeah, dude. I'm in uh, the Ocala area. 
I'm in Miami, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> we close, boy. We close. We're not. We yeah, we're not that far. I actually trained for my day job out in uh, Riviera, which okay. I think is like an hour from Miami or something like that over there in West Palm. I used to live in West Palm. That's that's how me and Brad knew each other. Oh no shit. Okay. Yeah, well yeah. then, there you go. Uh, oh, we got some chat activity going on. I recommended a restaurant on? to a friend before. They didn't like the wings. Their wings are amazing. Also, terminated the friendship. Yeah, that's that's. that's I mean, this man. You that's know, like, food food is serious business. Food, food is, is damn serious, serious business, business dude. Yo, the food business in Miami, dude. Like, these motherfucking waiters out here are making like, like six figure salaries, bro. Like, so, have you ever seen a movie called The Slam and Salmon? I have not. You're the. This is the second time I'm hearing about this movie. Okay, it's a it's a broken lizard movie. The dudes that made Super Troopers and fucking uh, what was it Club yeah, yeah, Club yeah. Dread that's, or something like that. That's what they were talking about. That's it's their saying. it's their waiters restaurant movie, like their version of Waiting, but it's far more elaborate than what they did with Waiting. Waiting was an indie movie, so you know, props to them. It's you know just being fair, but it takes place in Miami. Like actual Miami, or like Bay actually Bay? Miami. Like the restaurant is set in Miami. the The owner of the restaurant is uh, was Michael Clark Duncan. I think it was like one of the last movies he did before he died, and uh, he was like this retired boxer who's like this really friendly dude, but he's kind of an asshole about it. And you, I, it's true though. It's true. And. <laughs> Yeah, and he like lives in this like lavish house in Miami and shit, and he he owns this place called the Slam and Salmon. And Dude, I think I have seen this movie. It's like, fucking I'm looking, hysterical. I'm looking at screenshots right now, and yeah, I remember laughing my ass off. Now, mind you, I have to rewatch it because I don't immediately remember it. But it, yeah, this I this movie, yeah, just the the orange suit that Michael Clark Duncan wears. Yeah, I've, I've seen this film before. Like, yeah, it's passing. Like it was playing in the background, oh, okay, and every time okay. I tuned in, I was like, "Yo, this shit is hilarious." Yeah, you got it. You got to give it a good, solid watch from beginning to end, dude. You will not regret it. It's fucking hysterical, and the whole thing. Yeah, the restaurant is set in Miami. There's like all these newspaper clippings on like reviews of the restaurant and shit. It's like it, probably the only reason why we bring it up is because you you just stated that you're a Miami resident and you the restaurants there are like crazy. They do mention. Like some of the waiters get like these crazy two hundred, three hundred dollar bonuses yeah. and shit like that. So that's yeah, you know, lives lives up to the hype apparently. Uh, we got Twitch Dirk better be soon. I'm tr I'm trying, man. You know, I'm actually moving into a new house the next couple of weeks, which this will be probably the last podcast for the next two or three weeks because of that. Um, which is why I'm glad I got to have you on because this has been a quality fucking show, man. I'm having the best time. Brad, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to get you a. An exhibitor badge. Trust me on that, my my dude. I'm gonna try to get one for you. Yeah, your girl gave you the okay to go to TwitchCon. Shit. I'm gonna try to get. I'm gonna try to get you a badge. Like, believe me when I tell you that I'm gonna make. Um, now I'm not saying I'm gonna make it happen, but I'm gonna try to make it happen. Like, I'm gonna try to justify. Yo, let me get an extra badge. I, I believe in you, man. Like that'll that'll give you access to the fucking like you know TwitchCon before it actually opens. So it's like you can you know you. You can enjoy it without fucking millions of people around you. So, see, I'm that would be good that. just for the just for the networking side of things alone. Just as a streamer, trying to be yeah. able to meet people without having to deal with the horde of yeah. like crazy Twitch fans and shit. 
Yeah. Because I imagine it's not just for industry people. I mean, anyone can buy a ticket to TwitchCon, right? Absolutely. But yeah. exhibitor badges are, are like, you know, they're exclusive to the people that are like, you know, working at the event. Right. So, it's like probably vendors, like, like uh, sneak them in a, in a PC crate or some shit like that. We'll, we'll dude, like... they're big enough. They're <laughs> big enough. Like, might, we might be able to work that out. Hell yeah, dude. So what all, like, I know... You got to see the folks over at Fantasy Strike at PAX, and then you had Lucid Audio. Was there anyone else that really stuck out in your mind as like being memorable? As you know, they got something really special going on, or maybe something that someone else already had, but they're improving. Like anything like that? There's this pretty cool game that I bought when I was there. It was called Black Ice. Um, essentially, and, and it's funny because when when I saw the game. I just saw the game, and then the guy was the creator of the game. His name is Garrett. Really cool dude. Um, he was like, yeah, this game is if Tron and Borderlands had a baby, it's this game. And I was like, that's the most apt description. like Because it, it totally matched with what I saw. Like Tron and Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool as fuck. I, 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 really, like, I really like that game. It's, I it's did enjoy Borderlands. Shooter. Yeah. It's a shame that what happened with uh with uh, Randy Pitchford, man. It's I don't know if you know about what you know what, what's going on there. In I, the I don't world. personally, and I'm not sure that people watching or listening might. So let's talk about it. What what happened there? Uh, dude, he got accused of uh owning or watching child pornography, dude. Mm. Yeah, man, it's rough. Right there, when I when I saw that news article, I was like, that pretty much cans. I mean, that's dude. done, right? That's that's yeah. basically over. Yeah, and weren't it's, weren't they just working on a on a three? They were, dude. But like, I can only imagine that you know he's gonna have to use a good chunk of his funds to uh for these lawsuits for maybe. legal fees and all that yeah. kind. Of, I'm sure he's gonna get criminal charges brought down if they haven't been already. Like, yeah. I, I haven't. This is the first I've heard of the story, so I have no. But idea. apparently, apparently, this isn't his first time being a shady shit. Uh, uh, um, they they did this alien game, and. Like, apparently, there was a lot of sketchy shit going on there because Sega gave, like, Sega basically spearheaded this alien project okay. and gave Gearbox, like, you know, the funds necessary to to make this alien game. And the game was absolute shit. The game was garbage. Um, and it turns out, through a little bit of digging around, that the money that they got for this alien game, they, they used for Borderlands 2. And Borderlands 2, as we all know, was fucking amazing. Right. But then, you know, they didn't deliver on this Alien game, so... Are we like, talking, like, Alien, the existing property, like, the movies and all that shit? Or yeah, this... yeah. Okay. The Alien, like, the Alien... Oh. Sega was trying to trying to get an Alien game in so there. So this wasn't, like, just, oh, we're wanting to make a generic Alien shooter game. Like, we're trying to make a aliens game like based yeah. off the movies and okay so this wasn't yeah. a small deal and it flopped it flopped so hard like it was, it was, a, it was a disaster and it was it, it turns out resources that they got for that game they basically just reallocated into borderlands 2 uh to make borderlands 2 as fucking amazing as it was uh but yeah it was there's a lot of bad press going around for for gearbox unfortunately and i hope it I really, I, I'm hoping that, you know, they, they get out of it and they bounce back from it, but it's not looking good. For them. Yeah, man. I mean, oh, that's, 
that's just one of those things. Like once you start throwing out those kind of accusations, I mean, that person's life is basically over. Yeah. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot, if anything, a person can do to, to come back from something like that. So oh, you got a kitty cat. Yeah, I do. Where is she, is she in the camera? Yeah, she's right above your head. Where is she? Oh, okay, she's back there. She's she's a fat ass, dude. Like I will, <laughs> I will actually, when she lands on the ground, I will feel her land. Like it's 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 actually pretty impressive. What's what's the cat's name? Uh, that is Ayella. Ayella. Okay. Uh, from from Skyrim. Oh damn, son! I feel embarrassed that I don't know this fucking <laughs> name. Uh, she's the first person you meet basically when you when you come into White Run. Oh, the companions okay. yeah, 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 are yeah, the companions. Yeah. They're attacking the giant, and she like got it. Got chastises got you it. for not fighting along with them. Or she's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, good job." Yeah, uh, yeah, that's where. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where the uh, the name came from. Because we had, we've had a a family so far of of cats that we've either rehomed or we've had in our possession, but had to send to other people because we were moving to a place that didn't accept animals or some shit like that. And before we had her, we had cycled through all of the acceptable Harry Potter names because my wife and my daughter are huge Harry Potter fans and they've turned me into a Harry Potter fan. So we were just kind of going through with that fandom. And then once we went through all those, we just started, okay, well, what's something else that we're really into that we would possibly name an animal off of? Because we don't like traditional fluffy names and shit like yeah, that we exactly. like keep it keep it in tune with with the family and like just kind of what we're into and shit like that so we went with ayella for her the next animal who the fuck knows it'll probably still be named after a game or a movie hmm. <laughs> what about yeah, you you got, gotta, any, got any furries uh i got a i got a golden retriever back at my mom's place uh we've always had golden retrievers in the family this is our third one so far. oh shit yeah, and he's a fucking, he's huge, dude. Like, yeah, he, <laughs> I don't think he's a purebred because he's much larger than what golden retrievers typically get. Okay. He's, he's a, he's massive, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't, ju- I can't, like, justify how big of a dog he is. Oh, he, jeez. Like, his name is Mooks. Mooks. Love yeah, that name. He's, he's, he's the clumsiest, most, like, <laughs> charismatic dog like he's always bumping into shit but he all he wants to do is he just wants to get pet like he's, yeah he's, he's a sweetheart dude. He, oh that's so, awesome. awesome dog yeah dude i love those big cuddly dogs you know the dogs that could literally hug you oh yeah you know what he, i mean like that's a dog like you know yeah, I, no, I when i get a dog i want a dog that i can literally hug and not just like it, if you pet him a little bit, like if you stop, as soon as you stop, he puts his paw on you. Like he's like, "Hey, buddy, keep, <laughs> it's like, keep you're on. not done, motherfucker." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's he's a trip. Man. Candy, where is Whoop? He's in bars. trouble. I don't know Where's where Whoop is. I haven't talked to him today, actually. Uh, Whoop is actually a probably the first or one of the first friends that I made as a streamer. Okay. Um, he lives in the Southern California area. And he was the very first guest on this podcast. And he and I have been, we met through a, uh, a Paragon fan group on Facebook. Were, are you familiar with Paragon? Paragon, the, um, 
the the MOBA, yeah, the the old Epic game that they trashed I'm, I'm for familiar. for in favor of Fortnite, and that's a God whole. Damn it, bro. What a tragedy, dude. That's a whole I'm thing. I, I, again, one of those things that I have talked about before on the show, and it will not be the last time that ever. That game had so much potential, man. That Fucking game. Thank you. Like... Oh, dude. Like, okay, <laughs> okay. You know what? The the can of worms has been opened. We're we're doing this. We're doing it. Easily, hands down, the most fucking gorgeous looking of the third person MOBAs that have been released in that time. Absolutely. It like, made Smite look like shit. Fucking yes, it did. Like, like Smite did its thing and they were, you know, it was high res. You know, it was in the same likenesses of like Paladins and like the other games they had going on. And it had its own deal with the gods and shit. It was cool. It was unique. And then Epic just turned around and said, like, oh, well, we own Unreal 4, bitch. We're going to make that, but better. And they did. And it had every fucking potential in the world to overtake that genre of game, possibly even the, in, in uh, an esports mindset. Like, if, had it been given the appropriate breathing room and the chance to really grow, like, holy shit, dude, that game could have done amazing things in this industry. I would have watched that over League of Legends. Oh, easily. I would have watched that over League of Legends. It Easily. looks prettier. Like, it's, you know, you can swap perspectives. You know, it's, I don't know. I just feel like it was, it's better than League of Legends. And, and the whole shame. loadout thing, like, you can, you, the, the, the ability to pre-make a loadout, the whole card system that they had, yeah. to set up your champion ahead of time and to go into battle with, like, a, a, a sound plan in mind and being able to communicate that with your teammates. I mean, the strategic implications of that alone carried it far and above anything league of legends or even dodo is doing yeah yes it did it's, I, it's, a, shame, dude. It, it's a travesty and i am still very bitter at epic for how that was handled and it's really the main reason why i don't play fortnite like it has nothing I, to do with fortnite as a whole it has to do with the way that company handled its content in the well, same way that activision and, and bungie got backlash for destiny it's it's one of those things where you kind of have to see it from both perspectives it's like it's like yo we have this behemoth of a game that's like literally taking the world by storm we need resources and you know like yeah but i i kind of would have perspective i get it you know from from a business perspective it it makes a loose kind of sense i i still would have liked as a fan i would have appreciated a bit more of a cushion to the blow or even a potential reaching out to other companies and saying, Yo, we don't have the this. resources to keep this up. Is there someone out there willing to take it for us now to their credit, to their credit? I'm, I'm not going to completely shit on Epic games here to their credit. They did offer up the resources uh, available for free for other people to use. So all the character models, all of the, the land, the, the level development and everything, the level design, was up for other companies to take on to use. I just would have, as a fan and a player, a devoted player to that game, I would have appreciated a little bit more care on their part. Because even when they interviewed the guy about it, like it just seemed like it's such a backhanded thought that they really just lost interest in it altogether. And that kind of stung more. Yeah, no, it, it's it's shitty, man. It's definitely shitty, but again, it's kind of one of those things it's like 
it is what it is, you know? Yeah. It just, but it sucks. Yeah, no, that game was cool as fuck, bro. Like, I really like that game. It was. There has been some test footage released of, of one of the companies that, that took on those assets and kind of what they've been doing with it. I'll have to dig around my old YouTube history and try and find it. I'll post it on my Twitter if anyone's interested in looking at it. But it's uh, it looks promising. It definitely looks like Paragon. So it's it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what develops further with that. Um, and if they keep it free to play, you know, because there is that landscape. We were talking a little bit about mobile games earlier. Yeah, Brad, that's what I was talking about. It it does sound like a really bad breakup. You're right. It's <laughs> it's it's very remiss. Yeah, dude, no, it, was, it was rough. It, it was, was rough. rough. But like, you know, like we were talking about earlier with mobile games and stuff and how they're they're becoming one of these top selling platforms for gaming. A lot of that I feel comes from the ability to survive on your content being available for free and living off of the microtransactions from it, which is very fascinating to me. Yo, on this on this note, I have to ask, how do you feel about? Uh, you cut out a little bit. How do I feel about what? How do you feel about Diablo Immortal? Diablo Immortal is that what Blizzard announced for their their mobile their mobile yeah. version of the game? It was a disaster of an announcement, but well, I, I like didn't see the announcement. Point, seeing what we're seeing, what we're, you know, what we're discussing. Yeah, I didn't see the announcement itself. I did see a lot of shit talking about it. Like there were just people that were not happy. Um, having not actually seen anything from the game itself or anything that they're really talking about, it's hard for me to make a judgment call, but for them to go in that space, I mean, it kind of makes sense in a, in a way because there are other games of that style. I was kind of talking to you about one called Angelstone, uh, which, <laughs> what is this? Oh shit. I think you might be a fan. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. Like, Those are dope though, dude. That the little dragon looking guy is fucking sick looking. That's Diablo, man. Don't well, disrespect him. I say, hey, my bad. My bad. All right. You know. <laughs> pop vinyls don't always translate very well. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but I mean, to go to move into that space, it makes sense. At least like as we were talking about Paragon earlier from a business perspective just because of how how large that landscape is growing and you know there are other little like dungeon crawler type games that are on mobile that are doing very very well so to be able to carry that type of game especially for a title that's as legendary as diablo possibly opening up to another audience and into exactly. another marketplace you know it exactly. it's not a bad decision but I kind of feel they just like got a lot of, they just got a lot of backlash because they were expecting a Diablo four announcement. Oh, like that's, okay. that's, that's what it was. You know, you don't, you don't go to BlizzCon, a primarily PC player base and go, Hey, this is our main announcement, a mobile game. Like it was, no, it was you're right. Yeah. That, that is a total kick in the nuts. And I can, I can totally understand where people are, are upset about that where they they definitely feel left down um as a fan i probably would have felt really let down in that space too so but <clears throat> does that necessarily mean people aren't are not going to get a diablo 4 mm, i don't believe so i don't think so at all i mean it's 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 rumored to be work like in the works right now the code name fenra or some shit like that like it's 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 gonna happen 
Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to happen. Like, Blizzard would be stupid to not fucking put that game out. Uh, and you know what? I feel like the, the fucking mobile game is going to sell like pancakes, dude. Like, oh, it is. It's it's going to be a good game. I can I can now I I now can enter in that mindset of where people got pissed about the announcement and everything. Like, totally get it. But I don't think that's going to deter from people at least having a vested interest in this new version of this classic title. Um, you know, it's going to open it up to a different marketplace and a different and a, and a new audience. It's going to broaden people's interest in the game that may have not otherwise had a ambition to play it in the first place. But now that it's available on this convenient platform, oh, OK, I'll give it a shot. And then they end up really liking it and they go, oh, I wonder what the more elaborate version of this game is going to be. And now you've opened up another another space for people to jump into the existing PC world of that game. Absolutely. Yeah, man. For sure. Uh, Brad says the diehards were really upset. They were. Yeah, for sure, man. It was tough. It was tough to watch, dude. Like, I was super excited to watch that shit. And it was like, yikes, bro. This is a bad start. And you can... You can kind of shift that both ways. Like you can, you can kind of blame Blizzard for that, into not clarifying that. Oh, our announcement is going to be in like the mobile business. Yo, all they had to do was be like, okay, this is our announcement, and then at the end of the, throw a fat fucking four on the on the screen. That's all they had to do, bro. And like people would have been like, oh yeah, yeah, kind of like how like, um how what uh, Bethesda did at this last exactly, E3 with exactly Elder Scrolls Six. Yes. Yeah, yes. dude. Which genius play on their part, by the way, because that got every fucking body hyped as fuck. Yes. Like, that was all anyone talked about for that remaining week after E3 uh, came off the air. It was like all the speculations of where is Elder Scrolls Six going to take place? Yeah. So since the subject's been brought up, where do you think Elder Scrolls Six will take place? Um, that's a, that's a great question, man. Um, kind of a loaded I, question too. I feel like if they're, if they're smart, like this will be like an all encompassing game of every f- title. Like this will, this will just be like, it'll have, it'll have Skyrim. It'll have Morrow. It'll have every single prop. It's just going to be the definitive Elder Scrolls title. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's going to be... It's definitely going to have to be something that they haven't done before. It's going to have to be... It's going to have to live up to what the past games... And that seems like an obvious statement, but it's definitely going to have to live up to at least Oblivion and Skyrim. And what a lot of people are speculating is that it's going to be... um, Oh, I'm going to kick my own ass after this. The, uh, not Daggerfall, because they've already done a Daggerfall. It'll come to me, but it's going to be, because uh, they've already done Somerset with ESO, so there's no reason for them to revisit that. But it's going to be a landscape that let that rests within the lore of the game that people have been begging for and that haven't gotten it yet. Again, that sounds like an obvious statement, but it is something that they're going to it's it's a path that they're going to have to follow if they're going to keep people interested in the series. If that yeah, makes absolutely. sense. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, definitely. I really hope that they 
regard regardless of where the like the, the game is going to take place, it's going to be amazing. I just really hope that they stay true to the mechanics that they have, you know, implemented in in, in you know in the in the last iterations of all the games. Absolutely. Um, and more more importantly, improve on them because I mean, I hate to say it, Skyrim is a little dated. Like it's well, it definitely feels clunky compared to some of the other games of that style that have come out since then. You know, the 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 combat mechanics, at least, they they can feel pretty clunky. I mean, you have to almost mod the shit out of that game on a PC to get it feeling nice and crisp and smooth. Yeah, the like way a it modern AAA title. Yeah. I want to see some, like, drastic mechanics the, the, the more you... Like, keep keep the element where the more you swing a sword, the better you get at one hand. The more you shoot a bow, the better you get at shooting it. I love that. That is yeah. genius. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. I want to see more drastic, like, specialization. Like, the more you start sneaking, like, the more it becomes an Assassin's Creed game. The more you start fucking oh. hammering people, the more it becomes a fucking God of War game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. What I see. Like, Ooh, I love that. Like, I love that idea. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. And it's... it's it's not necessarily like a, an overhaul on what the game had become, but it's improving on what it already exists. Yes. You know, and I think that's something that Bethesda has done rather successfully over the years. I mean, look at what they did with Doom. Oh, bro, don't get me started. On oh, I know it. I Doom know is, it. Doom and this last something. announcement, I mean, the, the, the trailer the that they showed. The next Doom game is going to be so fucking good, man. It just looks so clean. Like it look, yo, it runs like fucking silk, dude. Oh yeah, I man. Not believe how well that game runs, dude. You can run that game on a potato. You know that game is going to be optimized. Yeah, you know absolutely. that game is going to run on anything. Oh, and that's dude, that's so just excited. something. I mean, and that that goes back to what that game has built upon as far as like its fan base. Because when you go back to the old Windows ninety five Doom Classic. I mean, yes, the game looks and feels and plays better, but at the same time, it still plays like that old 95 title. And I feel like that's something really people only kind of wrap their head around if they've been playing the game since then. But exactly. Bethesda does a great job of translating that across each individual version of the game as it evolves. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, playing Doom forced me to retroactively play all of their older titles. And then when I went back to Doom, I was like, yo, this is a fucking amazing game. This oh, yeah, is genius, dude. dude. Like, yes. This is, they, more companies need to do shit like this. Like, just don't change anything. Just mm -hmm. make it look better. Yeah. Like, that's literally what it is. Yes, like, exactly. And, you know, introducing different storylines, introducing new characters, uh, even the multiplayer aspect of Doom, being able to to customize your 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 Doom Marine, and the the weapon loadouts, which granted, yes, is like a a carbon footprint across multiplayer shooters, but again, it's it's something that they approve upon each individual title, and then being able to carry that across those t titles where it still feels the same. But it also plays like a different game. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yes, you're right. Dirk, Absolutely exactly. right, first, Dirk. If it's not broke, don't fix it, bro. But that's the thing. You, it's a fine line between, oh wow, this is just a rehash of the previous game. Insert Call of Duty. You know yes. what I'm saying? Insert Assassin's Creed. It's like Devil May Cry. It, like exactly. Uh, 
Christ. No, you're right. You're the right. the Ninja oh, Theory right. version of the game was a, a loose carbon copy of what they did before, but they tried to take it another direction that just didn't translate very well. But, like, for example, Assassin's Creed, uh, I forgot which one it was, but it was, I think, it took place in London. Literally five minutes into playing the game, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. This, this is... The like, this is the last Assassin's Creed game that I well I still play it. I haven't played any of the new RPG style ones that they yo, came out with like Odyssey. Assassin's and stuff. Creed Origins, Origins, and Odyssey. Well, Origins and Odyssey, like that's the leap in the right direction. Origins, okay. I started. I started playing. That shit is fucking amazing. They, okay. they revamped the franchise in a way that like they really needed to. They changed the combat mechanics. They changed the exploration factor. It's just a brand new game, and it's like it's fucking awesome. Man. And that's it's what like, I was gonna ask. That's what I was gonna ask. Are you are you in that mindset where where Ubisoft really needed to take a hard look at that game and just completely re-engineer it? Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, we all we all know that if you played Assassin's Creed and you loved it, and kind of broken. Yeah. Like all you gotta do is just wait for someone to attack you, hit the counter button, they're dead. Yeah. Wait for someone to attack you, hit the counter button, they're dead. No. Mm-hmm. They really made it like very. I hate to say it, but very Dark Soulsy. Okay. Where you know you lock on and you have to duke it out with that guy. You have to learn their animations. You have to learn your animations. The weapon that you hold has a different animation. It's really fucking good. I agree, Brad. Brotherhood was the shit. All about the Brotherhood. <laughs> hands, hands down, best Assassin's Creed game was Assassin's Creed Two because that is by and far one of the best sequels ever fucking made. I would be inclined to agree with you uh, on the the best sequel ever. I personally, my personal favorite was Black Flag, the pirate Dude, one. Dude, Black Flag was amazing because yeah. it introduced the naval element to it, and that was like that was beyond its time. That was holy shit good. That was way different than I mean, not even just what Ubisoft was doing with Assassin's Creed, but any any game of that style, the third person action RPG. You didn't have those types of mechanics involved with the game nor did you have that type of level development yeah like look at look at what you were able to do trend like when you're traveling from island to island and it looked and felt so seamless oh yeah you know there was no skip there was no jump there they didn't feel like they had to put in a cut scene here like when you docked with the dock you saw your ship dock and that was end of story you know what i mean you carried on your business and you went on with your next mission yeah, and you're right. Black Flag was a fucking milestone for them. Like for it sure. Was really good. For sure. But de- definitely I am I am with you on on Assassin's Creed 2 being possibly the best sequel to a game. In that just, in that it landscape. Did everything right. It did everything right. They took every good thing that came out of Assassin's Creed and they're like, how do we make it better? And they fucking nailed it, dude. Yeah. That man. game was phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. Ubisoft, they, they definitely have their misses, but when they hit, they hit it fucking hard and they do it right. I mean, Splinter Cell, that series was successful because for all the reasons that you can, that you can throw into what makes the game good and each series that, or each installment of that series just got better and better and better on up to conviction was possibly the best iteration of that, of that platform. I don't. I didn't get too much into Splinter Cell. My only memory with Splinter Cell was a demo that I had. Yeah. Box, and like I played the demo over and over and because I thought it was so fun. You know, I was, you know, I was a, I wasn't exactly the most luxurious upbringing. So it's like 
So I had these demos and I had to sit on them. I had to fucking play those because it's literally the only games I had. FIFA. And (laughs) (laughs) we had six teams and I played all six of those teams, goddammit. Dude, I you know then you know the struggle. Oh, I know the struggle. That shit was great. Like fucking shooting the lights to create darkness. Like fucking using your your night vision, bro. Yeah, that was that was again things that they carried over into each version of that game that they just improved upon. And it's that, like I said, it's a classic story of success, dude. Uh, PlayStation Underground demos. Yo, yeah, dude. Yes, dude. And then there was the days where you got those demo discs uh, from Pizza Hut. I don't know if you remember those days, but there was a oh, time man. where Sony partnered with Pizza Hut and they released demo compilation discs with like large pizza orders or something like that. And I remember on one disc, it had Crash Bandicoot. It had Siphon Filter. It had uh, another sports game, and I think one of the early like versions of the WWF series, Yo, and all four games because they were. Filter makes my fucking blood boil. One of my buddies was so good at that game, and like he, I never beat him. I never fucking beat him. Every time we split screen, that motherfucker would wax my ass. Dude. Oh, that's funny. Uh, remember when Game Informer would send demos in the magazine? I actually don't remember that. Uh, I have not actually been a very long subscriber to Game Informer. Do you remember? No, that? but I remember when Game Informer had cheat codes in the back. Motherfucker. My oh, that's right. All the way to the back. Cheat codes. Yeah, dude. There was... um. Put it in my pocket, bro. Fuck, man. I remember there was a show on TV. There was a show on TV that would... It wasn't even cable because my grandma never fucking got cable. But there was this show... Oh, I will never be able to remember the name of this show, but yo, hold that thought. I got to grab another beer. Go grab your beer, man. Go grab your beer. We're, we're fucking reminiscent in this bitch. Yes. Tips and tricks magazine. That's another fucking great, great name drop. Um, oh, there was another one. There was, um, it was like game informer. Nintendo power, Nintendo power had their own magazine. <laughs> Nintendo power had their own magazine. They had cheat codes for a lot of their games and that shit. All right, I'm back. Hey, I, <laughs> look at that shit. Um, we were just talking about Tips and Tricks magazine, and uh, like they had an endless supply of fucking cheat codes for games and that shit. They had walkthroughs and Game Pro. There was another one, G4, that was the fucking the best channel that was on cable television for the longest time. Oh, G4, G4 is dope as fuck. Yeah, dude, that that one kind of again like kind of slipped by the wayside a bit like they i don't know if they got different people involved that wanted to change the landscape of that platform or what was going on with it but it was started off so good and then it just kind of like tapered off and just almost kind of withered away that makes me think is is there a dedicated video game channel on cable network right now i don't believe so what the fuck bro yeah like I think after G four went south, that was it. Now they do still nah. cover E three, but I mean everything's done streaming online now. Gaming I related guess. is all done on Twitch and YouTube, and I don't know if they run anything on Mixer, but uh, you know, like the like LCS, the LCS is all done on Twitch. the The Game Awards this past year was done on Twitch. The year before was done on Twitch. I mean, it's it almost is. We're in a time where we actually don't need the dedicated channel anymore but it would be nice to have that kind of industry recognition 
That would be dope. But again, I mean, I think I think Cable needs to just die already. Well, I mean, you're definitely not getting your money's worth anymore. Like, you're not. Like you're you're we're we're paying way too much for the standard form of entertainment when you can get almost the exact same thing online for yeah. easily 30, 40, 50 dollars less than what you're already paying. Exactly. Believe it or not, Nickelodeon covers game competitions. Really? I did not Damn, know that I'm at all. I'm sleeping on Nickelodeon. I fucking love <laughs> real, Nickelodeon, though, right? bro. Like my my extent of of Nickelodeon use is for my son's TV shows and that's all Nick Jr. shit. And and my wife. What what the what? What do you watch? Well, that's old school Nickelodeon. Oh, dude, if we're talking about Nickelodeon, fucking SpongeBob. Well, yeah, there's there's that. There's, I mean, my generation goes back to like fucking Rugrats, Angry Beavers, All Real Monsters, uh, mm-hmm. Doug, Cat Dog, Cat. Oh, alone in the world is a little cat dog. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> All about that shit. But yeah, I mean, you know. We we could probably get lost in, into just talking about those shows for the longest oh, time. Oh, dude, absolutely, dude. I did not know that they were covering esports. That's fucking insane. Log? What's oh log? The log from fucking Ren and Stimpy. You don't know Ren and Stimpy, do you? I know Ren and Stimpy. I just I I didn't get into them as as okay. much as I did other shows. They were definitely Nickelodeon's Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, in my opinion. I yeah, I can I can agree with that. <laughs> I like the uh, don't piss on the uh, on the electric fence. Oh yeah, that's shit. that's <laughs> that's probably one uh, of the most standout episodes to me. <laughs> oh, dude, that's funny. But yeah, that's um that kind of just goes as another testament to just how this whole esports monster is just like eating and growing. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. people are or people other other networks are now start I mean I think this last um oh what tournament was it? I think it was a Rainbow Six tournament that was actually covered on ESPN. Like ESPN now has a dedicated esports coverage. I've seen that. I've seen that every so often. So I remember one time like restaurant and I was looking up at the screen and I was like, Is that League of Legends? What the fuck? Like yeah, Crazy, like dude. some of the the early stages of LCS is now covered on ESPN, and then as they get into worlds and shit, I think it's still done on Twitch. Yo, Play Hearthstone has eight thousand eight hundred eighty six viewers right now. That is fucking insane. Hearthstone? Yeah. Whoa, I didn't yeah. think that game was still so big. Yeah, dude. Like I knew it was. I mean, it's a Blizzard game. Obviously, a shit ton of people still play it. Um. Actually, one of the guys that I had on my show last the last episode is uh, one of the co-founders for this backpack company called The Game Theory. And uh, he's a huge Hearthstone fan. He was actually telling me a little bit about some of the uh, the competitive play they got going on and shit now. And so um, some of these guys do these tournaments and these these teams, these players are getting paid oh, yeah. for these world level stage in the in the competition like with lcs and the world tournament i think the last one that i watched which was 2017 like the grand champion prize pool was like an excess of three million dollars 
That's fucking nuts, dude. It's fucking insane. That's so crazy, bro. To play games, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wild, bro. Like, like, you're it's... already having fun playing the fucking game. Right. And, like, granted, yeah, you got to split it with the other members of your team, but what is splitting $3 million between uh eight people? That's, that's bank. Like, dude, yeah, you're you're game. set for a good portion of your life. Maybe not your entire life, but you're set for a good long while. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, Fuck like, it's insane. Wild. And these kids are, like, barely 18. That's insane, dude. It's insane. That's it's like, what, what, at what, at what point are people going to start looking at this and start going, that's too much? Like, is it going to turn into college to where these guys, you know, I mean, you start getting onto a kind of like a slippery ground when you start throwing out dollar signs. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you kind of do. But it's, dude, like, I, I just want it to be, like, the next thing. I want I want esports to be, like, NBA fucking NFL level. Like, I, I want it to get there. And I it's going to get there. I think it's definitely going to get there because you already have – professional tier level of those teams that are now investing into esports i, I was mean, talking to some people from the barclay center and oh. uh, I, i'm not gonna say why i'm not okay. sure if i'm even allowed to say that but nope, uh, no problem no problem i was talking to some people from the barclay center and they were saying how like they had ninja in there and like another you know well-known fucking like sport figure whose name i don't remember but like they both went out at the same time or, you know, juxtaposed. Like, you had the sport figure come out. And, you know, people, eh, yeah, okay. Right. And when Ninja goes out, fucking Barclay Center loses their fucking mind. Wow. And right there, that just goes to show, dude, like, it's the next generation of, like, sport entertainment, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... it's and, and the level of competition is arguably just as intense. Yeah, you know, dude. it's not as physical and you can make your argument for, you know, what side of the fence you you climb on as to whether or not to address these guys as athletes, um, which is an entirely separate, different story. But, um, you I know, mean, the the, men- the the mental acuity that is required to be effective at that high level of competition in these games is really hard to it's impossible to ignore. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, the the competitive nature is just there by nature. Yeah. And I I know I repeated myself there, but it's it's a true statement. I mean, they're called esports, rightfully so. I mean, and they are in their own right a version of a sport that still requires that competitive edge to be effective at it. I mean, the guys who are doing it right are the guys, like not only like just fucking nailing it and really getting into it in terms of like their their craft but outside of the game keeping keeping themselves in physical shape you know keeping keeping up with you know like it's it's i hate the misnomer that you know people who play video games are unhealthy that is not the case at all yeah and that and i feel like that's being changed but it's not we're not seeing the drastic change that we need to see because to keep your mind sharp, your body has to be sharp too. Correct. You know, you you gotta have that physically fit awareness to keep yourself mentally aware to be able to enter those types of situations with a clear head and being able to think clearly. I yeah. I, I mean, my vocabulary is failing me. It's probably the beer, 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm right. I'm right. I'm but, right there with you. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's still a, it's it's a valid point. Um, there's a guy that I follow on Instagram. Let me see if I can find him. He is I'm also. Uh, I, get, I get riled up watching. Dude, same, bro. When I watch Overwatch. In that shit, homie. Easily. Fucking MYXL, bro. Those are my boys. <laughs> I used to be a Florida Mayhem fan, but their first, their inaugural season was rough. Ah, uh, Houston Outlaws here, boy. I'm, I'm still an H Town boy at heart. Oh, dude. Yeah, yo, those boys, uh, those boys. Sure, dude. He's a badass. Bro. Oh, they're, they're hard workers too, man. Those, those guys are grinding all the time. I, uh, I got into their Discord for a giveaway, but I've been hanging out in there ever since then. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, I kind of failed a little bit. I'm like, we're sitting here wearing the hats and all this kind of shit. Yeah, so how how deep are post. you? How deep are you into Overwatch, man? I'm gonna show you how deep I am. Hold on. Okay. I see the poster. I see. Oh no, shit! What? Damn. See, you know what I mean? For life, boy. Okay. That's why that's why NYXL is my favorite team because Jonak is a fucking beast playing Zenyatta, dude. Like, oh my god, that guy fantastic to watch when he plays Zenyatta. Oh, that's it awesome. Is. I can't I can't find the Instagram account right now. I'm just spending too much time doing that. But there's this guy, he streams, he plays games and stuff, but a big part of his Instagram presence is his gym photos and his gym videos and when he's doing these fucking intense workouts and shit. Really oh, yeah. going f- like out of his way to kind of change that whole perspective of gamers of just being naturally unhealthy and unfit and just all we do is sit in front of a screen all day and just twiddle our thumbs and zzz. to still be able to enjoy that type of entertainment you you got to keep your body in tune. You Absolutely, know? no, definitely, without a doubt. Uh, Twitch Dirk says Ninja has been a part of debates amongst my students. Uh, they sound just as intense as dads talking about football. <laughs> yeah, man, you get into that. Shit. Uh, Twitch Dirk is actually a, a a teacher for is it middle school? It's either middle school or elementary, something like that, down in Texas, uh, where I'm originally from. And uh, so he gets a he gets a firsthand look at what at what the the youths of today are are looking at as far as what like, the, what the, the game industry is. Yeah, what what the what them crazy kids are into these days. <laughs> Um, junior high. Okay, yeah. So you're you're right in that that landscape. I mean, I feel oh, like damn happy accident. Happy accident. Look, what's that's your shirt, Brad? <laughs> that's your shirt, Brad. Check it out, that B Rad. There's there's your threads, boy. Look. Oh shit, that actually looks pretty dope on the back. Repping repping the mixer, homie. I can't wait to give this to you, brother. So I I'm not wait. I've recently just become, or I got my letter, and I've started pushing the paperwork forward uh, as a Twitch affiliate. Well, congratulations, and, uh, man. Thank you very much. So I might be risking some things here, talking about another platform, but it's my show, and I'm going to do what I want. Some people are moving, making these these little moves over to Mixer, and I know you were just involved in a lot of industry people over there at PAX and, and some stuff like that. I have know some you important people at Mixer, my dude. You know some people over at Mixer. Okay. Yes, Brad. Yes. Um why why is Mixer becoming a thing all over again? Like what's what's going on over there that you're allowed to tell us? 
it's it's hard to say why it's just it's the new it's the new thing you know everyone likes the new thing okay everyone everyone wants to jump on on the the next thing coming you know and right. that's what that's what mixer is man like some of these some of these people that are partners you know the the growth is pretty is pretty exponential and it's pretty nuts dude like think about it twitch is really like the only of its of its kind mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying right like think about think about shit like intel okay and amd you know sure. what i'm saying like anytime you have a second of of a thing of any sort of thing it creates that competition it creates that I, I don't even know how else to say it's it, capitalism and, and, exactly and and just because just because twitch is the only thing now you have this mixer thing and it's like i i i see a lot of growth in it man and that's that's really all i i will say on it and i i'm i'm excited to see where it goes and all i'm saying is that if you're trying to get into the streaming business it might be worth your time to consider mixer no shade on twitch right yeah yeah Just we're not we're not shitting on twitch here or your options that's all yeah. i'm saying yeah we're not we're not here to shit on twitch or, or anything like that but at the same time in your personal opinion because i have i have heard other opinions that have been expressed that agree with this do you feel like twitch has become oversaturated yes okay Yes, I mean that's a that's a very simple answer. I mean that's that's really all you need to know now. And what? Because you can stream almost anything these days. Like people are aren't. I'm sorry just, for all my movement. I'm like folding laundry. No, you're cool. <laughs> you're cool, dude. You're cool. Um, See, I used to be a Florida mayhem. Oh shit! Like, like I'm serious about this shit, guys. Hell like, yeah, dude! I love these boys, but so look, excel, man. Before before I get further into this, and I'm probably gonna forget what I was talking about, but. Um, one thing I have been wanting to do on this show is kind of like, you know how Joe Rogan has a, has a fight companion on his podcast where he'll sit. We built Joe Rogan a PC. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, man. No, you didn't. Yeah, we did, bro. Fuck what I was about to talk about. Let's talk about that. What'd you build him? I can't, I can't say much on that because that was before I, Uh... but I, but I know we built him a machine. No, yeah. Cause see, I know he just put a land room in his studio. He might have one of our machines in there. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Um, but you know how he does like the fight companions for like the MMA battle, the MMA fights and shit. Him, uh-huh. the people will sit around and like commentate on it and stuff. I want to do something like that, but for esports. Dude, yes. And I feel like you might be one of the right people to involve with that. Oh man, that's fucking awesome that you're considering me for that, bro. And count me in, my dude. I Hell yes, dude. This, man. Uh, love, you you follow the Overwatch scene too. pretty closely, so anytime bro. you know of an OWL thing coming around, reach out to me, man. We'll set something up, okay? I I, I want to do this. I want to do this Let's for do sure. It. Didn't even skip a beat. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Build me one and donate to a poor streamer. We might be able to pull something together, but probably not anytime soon. <laughs> our reach only goes so far right now this is still a growing podcast he's still a growing employee we uh we don't want to we don't want to overstep any bounds just yet um 
one thing that I'm, I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, bro. I get millions of emails asking for free computers. Well, one thing I want to ask, because one thing that I've noticed on some of the other custom builders that are out there is this thing where they're now allowing people to kind of make monthly payments on machines, kind of like yeah. buying a car or like buying a house or something like that. Does Origin if, offer something like that? If you're a U.S. resident, um, you can finance a machine with us. That is amazing news because yeah. I'm going to look very closely at that, by the way. Yeah. Um, now, I will say this, and this is just me being transparent and sales slash tech support representative that I used to be. I would highly suggest saving your money and buying the PC outright. Okay. That's okay. We, we won't we won't probe any further than that. Um, but that's I feel like that's sound sage advice. <laughs> I mean, I'll promote like, the shit out of it too, but I, I, I doubt I'm going to be getting any free computers anytime soon either. <laughs> like, it's it's a viable option. Yeah. All I'm saying is that interest is a thing. Interest is very much a thing. That is that is a very true statement. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I did. I totally blanked on what I was just talking about. All right, so I'm a, I'm a shift. I'm a shift the conversation just because shift I want it, brother. To, you know? Shift it. What's going on? Let's talk Overwatch, homie. All right, let's talk it. We're wearing a hat. I got a poster in the background. We're wearing the hat, bro. <laughs> let's talk Overwatch. I homie. I have not played Overwatch as much as I used to. Um, same, Brad, same. Brad got me into this other battle royale game, uh, Realm Royale, which I may be playing a little bit later tonight. I don't depends on how time goes, but um, it was gifted to me. That's how I first. Well, I first got into the style of game from Paladins. Which I have heard Paladins described Paladins as the free-to-play Overwatch. Yep, that's and exactly what it is. Yeah. So I got into the class-based team first-person shooter through Paladins. Overwatch got gifted to me. What I enjoy about Overwatch is how it definitely sets apart. It sets itself apart from that genre of games, from its Team Fortress and its Paladins counterparts. It's definitely its its own unique thing. So I appreciate that. There's original characters that all have their unique ability sets. There's very creative level design. I mean, Blizzard knows what they're doing. They've been making games for fucking years, dude. They got that polish, boy. They got the polish, you know what I mean? Like they these guys are no stranger to this this type of work. So it only makes sense that they would know how to make a great game. <clears throat> where I think people get really bitter and where they start talking shit about it is when there's a little bit of imbalance in competition. Um, I think matchmaking is something that every game of this style needs to be looked at very closely and, and needs you to need be roll queue in this game. That's what it is, man. What was that? Roll queue. You need a roll queue for this kind of game, dude. Okay. You can't, you can't have a, a random matchmaker that just willy nilly puts six, support mains on a team together and then you have to expect them to figure out well who's gonna dps who's gonna tank i don't know we all play support yeah i think that's a great point i know like because i <laughs> embarrassing myself i haven't even reached the point to start playing ranked matches yet like i i'm only locked in on quick play but even on that like it's I almost feel like I have to sit back and see what the rest of my team is going to pick before I can make a viable decision on what role which, to go which with. Which makes you a better player than most of the <laughs> players, by the way. 
Well, I mean, because who doesn't, besides the people that are just sitting up there trying to pad their kill count and, like, create their highlight reels for their YouTube channel, who doesn't need balance in their team? Like, if you want to win the game, your team has to be balanced. I feel like that's just common sense. But it might be too much common sense for people. Yes, roll. Twitch Dirk, yes, roll. Um because that game spreads across not just PC, but that has a very large console community as well. So, you know, make your arguments for controllers versus keyboard and mouse. Oh no, not at all. I but, used to, I used to have, I used to be a console player. I'll, I'll say that I fucking love using a keyboard and mouse. Like, oh yeah. I can't go back. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's certain titles that utilize them more. For example, I can't play Assassin's Creed with keyboard and mouse. I have to bust out the fucking xbox controller that makes that. a lot of sense but for first person shooters bro that accuracy man especially when you're gaming on a 144 hertz monitor Ooh, which i'm about to break mine out of the box once we move oh it's dude, been congrats, sitting packed bro. in that foam dude Have that biotech on 144 i haven't i've i've dude. been locked in at 1080 my friend no well 1080 is not the issue 1080 resolution is totally viable it's the it's the frame rate that is what's important because when you're gaming on a hundred, quick little lesson for those that, that don't know. Yes, please, because I obviously don't understand. Um, if your frames that you physically perceive are determined by the refresh rate of your monitor, so if you have a sixty hertz monitor, you can only perceive sixty frames per second. That is just the math. It's, okay. You can't see anything higher than that, and even if you're running a frame counter. In your game, it says, oh, you're getting 100 per second. That's great. You're not seeing it. You're only seeing 60 frames per second because that is the physical limitation of your monitor. Whereas if you have a uh, 144 hertz monitor, okay. now your cap has been increased to 144 frames per second. And you can physically perceive that. And the difference is monumental. Like it's That makes smooth. so much sense. And then there's 240 hertz, 244. I think mm -hmm. 244 is like the highest that it Right. Yeah, no, this this one that I won, thank you, World's Best Gaming and Biotech, by the way, uh, that I won from this giveaway is a, is a 144, and it's the first of its kind that I have ever owned. Uh, my my rig that I'm using right now was completely gifted to me. Monitors. That's awesome, dude. Holy shit. PC, everything. I mean, it's an outdated PC. I gave you my specs the other day in your stream. Uh, and the, the buddy of mine that gave it to me, thank you, Nathaniel, by the way. I miss you guys. Um bought himself like a beast of a machine he went and spent like 1600 bucks on all his parts <clears throat> and um i saw this laying around i was like dude i would love to buy that off of you he's like i would feel really bad selling that to anybody <laughs> just because of how old it is and you see the amount of dust that's collected if you can give it a good home i'll give it to you i even bought a new shell for it it's got a nice new little case that it rests in and everything but i am due for an upgrade soon that being said being able to carry that over into this monitor that is obviously going to perform better than what I'm using now is still going to enhance my experience. And I feel Absolutely. like that's no, without a doubt. I feel like that's something people, when they're looking at PC builds and something, and as a person who is as deep into the industry as you are, can possibly elaborate on this a little more. Overlooking little upgrades, even though a monitor like this is going to cost a fair bit of money. But overlooking single part upgrades like that, I feel like people are diminishing their own experience from oh, having with, 
without a doubt, man. Right? It's, it's you're absolutely right. It's a it's a common oversight, and if you're if you're spending the money to get yourself a nice graphics card, to get yourself like a good processor, you need to spend that money on the on the next thing, which is the monitor, because it's going to bottleneck the experience. You're you're literally not seeing what your system is capable of doing if you're only gaming on a 60 hertz monitor. You need a 144 hertz monitor. Trust me when I tell you that the difference is night and day. Like for gamers, at least, because I showed my girlfriend like I a 60 hertz monitor and a mm-hmm. 144 hertz. And she's like, I don't see it. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. But I, I got a buddy. I got a buddy of mine who he gamed on one for the first time. And he's like, he went back home and he sent me a text. He's like, bro, I fucking hate you, dude. Cause this is, this is slow. This is like, it, it's like, it's like the first time you, you ever see HD for the first time. And then you go back to watching standard resolution. It's like, you can't do it. You can't anymore. unsee it. You can't unsee exactly. the clarity. Makes total sense. Well, um, I think we've reached a good point to kind of take a break. Um, are you good to go still after intermission, or do you need? Do you have other plans that you need to get into? Do you want to get a stream going tonight? I'm I'm chilling right now, buddy. Uh, You're well, chill. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, All right. I mean, what, what did you have? Well, uh, I gotta uh, do my I gotta do my segment, man. I gotta do the featured artist spotlight. I gotta take my intermission. I gotta piss like a fucking racehorse. I've had Same, a lot of beer, dude. Same, so. Homie where I just figured it's a good time to go ahead and bring out the band. We'll rest for about 15, 20 minutes and we'll come back. We'll keep chatting. Absolutely, bro. Just shoot me a, shoot me a, a Twitter DM or just hit me up on this. I'll hit so you back up, up on discord. We'll, we'll pick back up here. I'll let Sick you know. Uh... I really fucking love you, homie. This is cool. Appreciate you. Having... Dude. Uh, like I, I mean, this is why wow. I do this. This is exactly why I do this. We're having a fucking amazing time. We have covered some in-depth shit just having a conversation and that's why i love doing this i love that i've changed my channel over from straight gaming and into doing a podcast so thank you for being a part of it you're you're absolutely buddy. you're welcome in the sick boy lounge any fucking time my friend this has been great talk um and we're really gonna to we're gonna we're gonna pick it back up here uh after the break we're gonna go for our band here we're gonna give ourselves some pee breaks and shit like that. So we're gonna bring out our featured artist for tonight is uh, some North American boys. We uh, we got the Barbarians, which have their own brand of like nostalgic '90s style alternative rock. Ooh, okay. And I'm listen to this shit. Yeah, dude, they're gonna they're gonna put on a hell of a show. Are they so, playing live? Uh well I got some live clips that I, you'll you'll see how I do the the segment at least for the time being I do have future aspirations for eventually getting this show into an actual studio I might having, be able to help you with that buddy having my guests in person and like talking across from each other and having a stage downstairs where the band will actually play we'll we'll you we'll talk details my friend we'll Absolutely. we'll come back we'll talk some more about it but for now we're gonna give these guys the spotlight. All right, man. And uh, we'll be back soon for more talk with Beezus from Origin PC, a fellow Twitch streamer. If you haven't checked out his channel yet, I highly suggest you do so. Go over and give oh, him a follow. Thank you, thank you man. We're going to give you. him another plug here as the night goes on. But for now, the band has the stage, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Barbarians. The Barbarians.
Yeah, man, definitely. Yep.
smoking, seriously.
dope, yo. What up, what up? Yeah, man, that was some really good stuff. I got, I got like a handful of bands that I'm gonna throw your way, homie. Uh, Whoop says that he can't hear you. How about now? I think so, yeah, because now I see my, my bars jumping. Oops. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, there's an image down in the panels uh, you'll see below the screen here on the Twitch page uh, that actually goes back to their website. You can pick up their music, and they got some merch for sale and shit on there. I highly recommend you go do that. They are available on Spotify, um, but, you know, I highly suggest you actually get the music, go out, buy the album, support these guys, because Spotify tends to eat up a huge chunk of the uh, the listening proceeds and the subscriptions and stuff. So Yeah, that's how it be with streaming services, man. Yeah, that's kind of what I've heard, too. Um, I am still not familiar with how Twitch does their, their payout stuff, although I guess that's something I should look more into uh, recently. And I know, I know Brad has expressed some... Uh, some question marks about like when, where, and how the the payouts and stuff happen. That's another reason why people are jumping a mixer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit or no? Um, I I, I kind of I'd rather not. Okay. Uh, it's it's something that that I I highly recommend you look into. But like I word around the campfire is uh that on in terms of the the income that could be made. Okay. Um, the the mixer is is a lot more appealing in that respect. Fair. Uh, that's that's fair enough. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll leave it at that. I'll I'll do my own independent research and we can we can talk more off stream. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. You know that now we we're starting to see these other platforms starting to kind of emerge, and then uh, YouTube being what it was beforehand is now almost having to kind of play catch up with Twitch becoming what it is now. And now there's YouTube gaming where there's like a, a dedicated YouTube platform for just gaming channels and streams. And, um, one of mine and what's mutual friends actually got started as a, uh, YouTube streamer. He's, okay. he wow. streams as legacy perspective. His, his channel is perspective gaming 702 here on Twitch. I'm going to give him a quick shout out. And yeah, he we got him. Mm, there might be a delay, but there might be a little bit of a delay. There you go. Yeah, you're live. Okay. All right. I don't know what happened there, guys, but um, I do apologize for the little technical blip. But we're back. We're going. Um. Anyway, yeah. Perspective Gaming, our buddy Legacy, started as a YouTuber and YouTube streamer, and has we've convinced him to make the jump over here to Twitch to let you do much yeah okay you know what 
You're right, man. I, I'll I'll leave the the moderation duties up to you from now on. I won't do that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's interesting because Twitch has really dominated the landscape, and they have for so long. Are we seeing a a point in time where we now need other platforms to go? Yes, to? that's and that's exactly what it is. Um, we just we need an alternative option because it's becoming a saturated market. It's becoming a place where newcomers just don't have any chance, unfortunately, because they're being completely overshadowed by the behemoths that exist on the platform already. Right. So. Yeah, with your Tim the Tapmans and your your shrouds, your Summit One G, which he still pulls in like fifty fifty thousand viewers anytime he's he's online. When you're when you're dealing with personalities that are that big, yeah, it can definitely be hard for a smaller fish to kind of try and swim into the deeper waters, so to speak. It's um, it's like you said, it's a very saturated market. That's kind of one reason why. I stopped dedicating my channel to just gameplay and started this podcast thing. While mm -hmm. there's a lot of podcasts now on Twitch, I was able to create something more unique with this type of content than I was with gameplay. And I don't mm -hmm. think a lot of people think that same way. Let um, me ask you, have you looked into streaming simultaneously on both Twitch and Mixer? I do have a caster account that I've used for like some charity stuff that I did uh, with some multi streams. Um, so yeah, I did, I did a thing where I was here on mixer and on my Facebook page. So that is, that is an idea I've toyed around with. Um, again, I, I just need to do more research on my part with Twitch's affiliate thing and how that goes into like, you know, streaming on other platforms. I did see there's like a 24 hour delay that you have to do between mm. between content and stuff but yeah. i want to read some of the fine print if you know what i mean and just kind of make no, sure absolutely. that i'm not going to overstep any bounds just yet but um absolutely no that definitely makes sense yeah definitely definitely something i thought about though because i do have a mixer account that i created when um when i was just doing doing gameplay stuff mostly mostly paladins but um there is there is a a, a mixer account with my name on it hey speaking of paladins um i'm watching brad play uh Realm oh, Royale right Realm, now. yeah. And, um, I just downloaded that shit because um, this is. I feel like I can, I can get into this. I, I played Paladins and I liked it, and I liked that this is essentially. It, it, it looks like it exists within the universe of Paladins. Correct. Okay, so yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there are features within Paladins that carried over into this game, like uh, Barracks Barrage, uh, Barricade Shield, is a lootable item. Um, which is another cool thing that I think they did with this because there's the battle royale market is another thing that's becoming saturated within its own right with various titles now with it's under still a very fresh market. It's still a very fresh pool of it's still a very like fresh genre that is, you know, able to be taken at. You go. Know yeah. Saying? Like... Yeah, it is. But it's also at a point now where we need to see different versions of it and this well, is that on that note uh, somebody I, i'm not gonna name drop okay somebody i know is working on a futuristic battle royale um 
Oh man, I don't know if I'm allowed <laughs> to talk about it, dude. Well, then oh, let's just leave it at that. Let, so, I don't want to get so you in trouble. Good. It's I don't wanna... so good, man. Like it, look, like it looks very promising, dude. <laughs> just, As a matter of fact, yeah, I'm gonna cover my own ass and not talk about it. Yeah, don't talk about it yet. But if you do come across some information and you find out that you're allowed to tell about oh, it, let's I, let's. I, I will let you know. I yeah, man, know. we'll we'll do an exclusive thing thing here on the show. But it um, looks it looks super fucking. Cool. Well, there's that, and then there's a game that I'm involved with in the uh, the private or the closed alpha right now, which uh, from what Brad was telling me, Doctor Disrespect got his hands on a copy of this. It's called Spellbreak. And it's a battle oh, royale. Yeah, I've seen this thing this with thing no cool guns. Shit. Yeah, it's no yeah. guns. You just use magic to oh, to kill your opponents and shit. That. I'm all fucking over that. And then now we have a uh, realm royale, which has taken the class based element from paladins and likewise Overwatch and Team Fortress and put it into a battle royale format. So where you can pick a class, let's say like the one that I've really gravitated to is the warrior, the warrior class. You can. All your abilities, by the way, you get one starter ability. Everything else you have to loot out on the map. So, like, you open chests and stuff, you'll get weapons and abilities and, like, potions and shit. So, like, you can kind of custom build your loadout as you play. Yo, sick boy, just a, just a thought. Like, I, I noticed that on the on the actual stream itself, there's a... There's a good deal of real estate on the screen that is a little unoccupied. Yeah, there is some negative space. Have you considered filling that up with something else just for for the viewer's sake? I have. I just don't know what to put there yet because I already have, like, my logo and stuff on the nameplate. I have my sponsors or my affiliations, I should say, uh, there at the top. There's some room there for some type of artwork. Um, I'm thinking about like well, i should some content running in the background maybe like maybe hosting somebody else's stream hey that's not a bad idea either yeah that i've, I've also been considering maybe reaching out to a uh, an artist and maybe use that space to kind of like maybe display some artwork that someone's got going on maybe another mm-hmm. medium that i can help promote besides the games and, and streamers and music um because i feel like i'm kind of building a foundation uh see the chat is dimmed out i gotta correct that in my stream elements that's that's actually something that's easily fixable Are i just didn't notice it uh, obs or Streamlabs? um obs studio i'm using okay. well i'm using obs live which is still obs studio but it has stream elements directly integrated into the the software so i've got my events list on my left and i've got my chat actually on my right inside of obs studio okay um would you be all right if I like shot you a link of one of the one of the guys I met at um at PAX, uh, some really cool dude that I really clicked with, like very instantly. He he goes by the name No Coco Pups. Oh yeah, um, I've heard you talk about this guy before. Yeah, dude, that yeah. guy is super fucking cool, bro. Like, would you would you be interested in me like shooting shooting you his information? Because I think he he would very well be a good candidate to be you know someone on your show. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Get get us in touch, and I'll I'll finalize the the deal with him myself. That's awesome, dude. I'm yeah, man, I'm that. always looking for people to to bring on the show. Like this is still kind of a growing concept, but I do want to support this, man. I support this 100, percent bro. Well, thank you, man. I I really do appreciate that. Um, I I feel like everyone wins in this landscape right now because I get people to talk to on my show, 
and the people that I'm talking to get a chance to kind of talk about what's going on in their in their creative lives, what they got going on, like with your your business over at Origin, uh, being a rep for them and doing these things over at PAX and stuff. But you're also a streamer, like you have a yep. content that you're trying to grow and, and stuff like that. What admittedly, is admittedly, it's been it's been on the back burner ever since I got promoted to this position. Because sure. This position has been very demanding. I'm talking like I've been putting in like 12 hour shifts, like yeah, nonstop, just, you know, trying to get the job done. Like it's a very new job for me. Like sure. it, I went from doing tech support, which was like very easy for me. And like doing this, which is like juggling multiple things at once. It's like, it's a whole new landscape that I've never really done. And it's like, I love it because it's like, I go to work, I clock in at nine and then it's like, it's 12 and it's like, oh shit where like where did these like hours go like and then next thing you know it's six and, so it's like it, i love it because it's mentally stimulating but it's also like very taxing like in sure that respect so i come home and it's like i don't even feel like playing video games like right. maybe I'll, I'll play like a game or two but i don't even feel like launching the stream because it's like i'm so tired oh yeah dude absolutely you got to take care of you first this thing this thing always has to come second to that but i mean is there when when you're approaching your own content, when you're doing your own streams and stuff, is there a set like format that you're trying to go for, or are you just kind of one of those guys that just likes to wing it, chill with your chat, and just play whatever the fuck you feel like playing that day? It's it's main it's mainly the latter, but like it's you know what's crazy sick, um, like you you're doing something that I was very much considering doing myself. Is that right? Oh yeah, dude. Like, and this is why, like, I'm so honored to be a part of this because I was like, well, for one, let me take one step back and say, everyone has always told me, yo, Brian, you need, that's my real name. Okay. Guys. Um, but Beezus obviously is like my, <laughs> my, my moniker, Bezos. but, uh, but, um, everyone always says, Brian, like you have a voice that needs to be on the radio. Like you have a voice that <laughs> is like very much a talk show host kind of voice so i've even been floating with the idea of actually re rebranding my my channel because i'm it's early enough for me to do it it's not like i have a huge following right now. okay yeah but like you know I, i've never liked gaming attached to my name i never liked Beezus gaming it's always been something that i scratch my head i'm like eh, that sounds a little whack it sounds mm -hmm. a little dry okay i've been considering changing it to something like Beezus.fm or something like that because I've really been tinkering with this idea of bringing people onto the show, interviewing, interviewing local talent, interviewing local bands, interviewing other content creators. So it's like the very fact that you're doing it, man, it makes me like, just like, wow, dude, like it, it's cool to see it done. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it's not something that I see a lot, especially on this platform. Like, it's and it's so fucking cool to see you doing it and it's like it further affirms this desire to do it you get what i'm saying now i know exactly what you're saying and i was told almost the same thing verbatim by people before i even knew or before streaming was even really a thing like that's just showing my age um but like, i'll be i'll be 35 this year Holy so shit. I go, yeah, there's, there's, there's some distance there, <laughs> but I would have guessed, I would have guessed like late twenties. Oh yeah. Like well, you're, you're I'm being, 20, I'm 27. I'm 27. You're being very kind, sir. Thank you. But <laughs> I, 
I, I was told something similar along the way. And then after I actually started doing this, you know, I've heard those words said to me several times over so far. So, I mean, it just kind of solidified for me that I that I made the right move and kind of going back to what you said before about how there's not a lot of this going on on this particular platform was and another reason why I kind of felt comfortable in this lane. And it, and it's going to be a thing. That's the thing. And yeah. it's you know, like, it's very much going to be a thing. Like think about like you're, yo, you're like, you're going to be the Howard Stern of Twitch. <laughs> like that's, that's how I view you right now, dude. Like, and, and that's a great fucking thing, man. Like, I, I definitely, I, I mean, dude, for, okay, that's just very kind of you. I couldn't appreciate that anymore if I tried. Um, that's a very great compliment, and I appreciate that. But it's, I mean, I have I have big ideas for this show. I'm, I'm not at the point where I can implement all of them just yet, but I am getting inspired no, whatever, every whatever day I that I do, do this. Whatever I can do to help you make that happen, bro, believe me when I tell you that I want to help you get there well just based off of the conversation that you and i have been having tonight off of some things that i have been kind of looking into just on my own time into origin which i have noticed they have an affiliate program i'm slightly yes, considering signing up for that um but i i definitely see the future of the show working with people like origin people like over at op seat with rogue energy and doing something doing something not just different and unique but doing something that i'm not going to be the only person benefiting from it you know what i mean Absolutely. like this is going to be a platform for not only people to just come on and have these long-form discussions but i want them to talk about themselves like i want you to talk about your twitch channel i want you to talk about the games that you play why do you play them is your content developed around a specific idea or are you just this variety streamer that comes on to play whatever they want and just chill with the people in their chat? Like that's something that people can use to their benefit as well. And to get yeah. other people to realize that they are out there and this might be something that they would enjoy being a part of, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And um, that's why, I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm behind this a hundred percent, man. Like this is, this is a really cool thing, dude. And again, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's amazing. It's amazing to be a part of it, bro. Like, uh, like, I feel like, I feel like we've initiated a, a really cool friendship, you know? Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I'm, I'm putting like on the promos for this thing was my boy Beezus. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of already traveling down that lane. So I'm, I'm totally cool with that. And to be able to have. I mean, I kind of feel like there's there's going to be some sort of a, a business relationship being formed off of this as well. We're going to be able to help each other out here in terms of, of our content and our channels and stuff. Like, I, I definitely see that being a thing. And doing the whole uh, eSport companion thing, having you be a part of that, I think is going to be a big hit. Um, like I said, I have these ideas and I'm just I'm at a point where I've recognized what stage I'm at and what ideas I can implement. Like eventually there is going to be just a big room where everyone's going to sit in across from each other to have this conversation. Absolutely. And then at some point, you know, there'll be monitors in front of people. At some point we can start playing games with each other. Oh, Cause there's going to be like four yeah. people in a room and there's like big dreams. Yeah. Big dreams. That's all I, yeah. that's all I can say. The sick boy lounge has big dreams. 
And have you are you familiar with the channel called Collider Videos or Collider? Mm -mm. No, this is the first you, time you should check about. them out. I mean, you you come off as a geek who probably likes like Marvel movies and movies in general. Yeah, uh, yeah. I highly I highly suggest checking them out because they're very much in that space. Okay, but it, their niche their niche is movies. Okay. You know, there's not there's not somebody doing that for video games, I don't think. And maybe there is, but it's just it's such a small pool of people. You get know what I'm saying? And yeah. Eventually eventually it's gonna have to the, the the tides will turn and the new you know what I'm saying, out with the old and with the new. Like you're gonna need those people such as yourself to to fill <laughs> that void. You know what I'm saying? Because if if you don't do it then it's not going to continue to exist. Right. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't really considered it that way, but that does make sense. You know, I, I'm on board with what you're saying for sure. I, um, you know, podcasting just as a, as a whole has really taken off over like just the last five years. And there's, I, I you can call it a saturation, but I mean, there's there's so much different shit out there for people to talk about that, people are starting to realize that and they're forming podcasts out of it. Absolutely. And all I did really was take two things that I have always loved from a very young age and I put them together. And that was video games and music. I mean, I pursued a music career for 20 plus years and just, you know, didn't get off the ground. Life happens, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that, but I still have a very passionate respect for the music industry and for the bands that are out there doing it. And, I know firsthand how hard it is to get your music heard. And if I can oh, provide yeah. another space for that to happen and possibly help these guys sell some records, then I, at the end of the day, I can walk home happy. I used to, I used to work in a, in a studio. Um, so I know I, I firsthand can like tell you, yeah, it's, it's a crazy space, dude. The music, it, the music business is. Whew. It's it it's like, it's, it's a dog got its dog own world out there, man. It's crazy. It's got its own special brand of insanity, dude. And that's uh, I think show business just as in general has that. You know, you you deal with very unique personalities when you're talking about actors and musicians and writers and stuff like that because that level of imagination doesn't exist in everybody. If that makes sense. No, it makes it makes total sense, dude. It's wild. <clears throat> you know, creatives, people, people with a a naturally creative mindset, and that are able to just create things, be it music or a painting, or drawing, video games. I mean, you can make a solid argument that video games are just another form of art. Absolutely. You, you know, oh, without without a fucking doubt, bro. You look at games like like fucking Skyrim, like uh, what Ninja Theory's last title did, Hellblade, as a visually stunning game. Um, this newest one that that Bioware is pushing out, the uh, Anthem. I don't know if you've had a chance to check oh, out that demo, dude. I got a VIP code, homie. You oh, you got one of the VIP codes. Yeah, See, I got the man. I got the free demo from the PlayStation Store. Nice, dude. And nice. I I mean, yeah, it's it's still in those early buggy stages, so there's going to be those few things that are just going to jump right out at you and they're just like, "Oh, that needs to be fixed." You know, they oh, they dude, can't release it like that. But as soon as I get off this as soon as I'm not that, <laughs> I'm, I'm not suggesting that I'm getting off soon, but I'm just saying like as soon as I get off this, I'm going to fucking 
Oh, dude, yeah, I've already I've already put in some time into it today. I it's it's is it is it, is it awesome? Like, is it good? I mean, be honest, be a hundred percent honest with me. Okay, here's here's my quick impromptu anthem review. All right, good. It's still in those early state. Like, th this shouldn't be called a demo. This should be called a beta because it's still in that kind of beta stage where it's still there's those little bugs and little glitches and stuff that need to be cleaned up before it really gets released in its full version. Now, with that being said, I have equated it so far as if Monster Hunter and Destiny 2 got mm. together and fucked and had a love baby, <laughs> it would be Anthem. Just because of the way it plays, the way that the game feels as you're moving around the world, as you're engaging in combat, it has that as like that mechanical feel in your hand. Be it if you're playing in the controller or I I would recommend this game on PC because of the third person shooter aspect of My it. My buddy No Coco Puffs is playing it right now as we speak. Is he really He's playing it on PC and that shit looks phenomenal. <clears throat> is that, that Coco with a K or a C? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can link it on, on the Twitch if you don't mind. Throw through, yeah, uh, exclamation point SO for the shout out. And um, that'll that'll automatically just put in exclamation point SO space his Twitch name, and that'll occupy with an automatic link. Exclamation um, point SO. Mm -hmm. No. Let's see if that works. There you go. Oh, damn, son. That's awesome. Right there. That's stream elements, baby. Uh. <laughs> But it is so far, I'll answer the hard question. Does it live up to the hype? That is a very subjective answer. For me, yes. Okay. But well, mind that you, may not carry to over someone, to the next person. You're talking to someone who lives and dies by fucking shooter looters, grind them till you can't fucking grind them no more. Okay. Then if that's what this game is. Then I'm fucking this is going to be right up. Yeah, this is definitely going to be right up your alley. It's got that real space marine type feel to it. But like when you're engaged in the missions, there's these like big, massive creatures and shit that are very resemblance of Monster Hunter. Um, you know, your your level ups and your scales and everything is like that depend on how well you do within the mission. And then, you know, like Destiny, there is these awesome custom things that you can do with your armor and your your weapon choices you uh i don't see pvp there yet but the game practically begs for it just with the custom by the customization abilities that you have with your specific loadout and your character set but also just the different ways that you can actually engage in combat would carry over into a competitive market very easily all I'm saying is that these javelins, they look fucking phenomenal. They like, are like possibly mechanics. one of the greatest pieces of video game tech I have ever seen. Like, oh my god, bro. That that wizard javelin, the one that's like heavily magic-based, sign me up. <laughs> I want to fucking play that shit, man. That shit looks so good that like, oh man. So the I one I have to... so far is still just the basic javelin that's a, uh, like a fair balance between offense and defense. As far as I know, that's the only thing that's available. <clears throat> yeah, right. so as far as I know too, but like again, I don't have the VIP one, so I don't know how extensive that version of the demo is. I, w I will let you know. If yeah, keep it, yeah, definitely keep us posted. Um, link it up in your Twitter and, and all that stuff. I'll, I'll retweet the shit out of it. 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited to give that game a shot. I I am excited to see where it goes. On only great. Is that it's on EA? It's the thing is, man. EA Origin is, and, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's a shitty. It's a shitty client. It's a really bad client. Um, there was that one game that came out. I can't. I can for the life of me. I can. I can never remember the name, the title of the game. But it, it's the game that it's split screen co op, and you you're playing it simultaneously with whoever you're playing with. I think it's called Left Behind. Um, that sounds almost kind of like Army of Two. It's not Army of Two. I know what Army of Two is. It's okay. Not that. But basically, it's it's an EA game. The concept sounds my, familiar, but yeah, I can't I can't put my finger on it either. One of my buddies is like, "Yo, we gotta play this game." And mind you, I don't have Origin installed. And to clarify, not to be confused with the company I work for, right. EA Origin. Their their great. download client for digital content, similar Correct. to Steam and UPlay for Ubisoft. Exactly. Yes. Just the to, second I downloaded that, out there. the second I downloaded that fucking it's the first time my computer crashed and really yeah and it's like i mean mind you you're talking lives breathes pc hardware oh yeah i take i take care of my shit let me give a little like that's my that's baby so pretty. Right that's my baby right here like like i like it's you know i i know everything about it and how to take care of it it's just it's i'm i just... <laughs> For people of my age group, it's just so weird to see so much RGB inside of a computer nowadays. It, I mean, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta stay current. I gotta make sure that I'm, I'm Oh yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not shitting on you for it in any way, shape, or form. If I, if I went that route, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be disappointed with it either. I mean, I, I gotta give, a, I gotta give a shout out where a shout out. The 1080 Ti that's in my computer, it was provided by Origin. Um, oh wow! Okay. And, yeah. And the um and the 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 eighty seven the Intel Core i seven eighty seven hundred K that's in my machine was also provided by Origin as well Origin PC that is so yeah I mean I I gotta I gotta flash it up where I can so hell yeah dude that dude, is for well, fucking sure here's well here's the story here's here's actually how that came about it's not like I just walked in the office one day and they like just fucking gave me hardware and, yeah and anyone that works in the tech industry is is sitting there shaking their head like fuck no that didn't happen yeah so <laughs> so here's here's what happened so when the word got out that it was very possible that I was going to be given this role in the company. Um, it was, there was basically, Hey, do you want it? And I was like, hell yeah, I want it. And they're like, okay, well, we need to find a replacement for your technical support position. And that's not going to happen for a month. So I was like, Ooh, okay. Well, how is the training going to occur? And they're like, well, there's not, you're just going to start on this day. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come in on my off time so I can learn the job. And they're like, no, you don't have to do that. And, and I'm like, no, yes, I do. Like, I need to do this because I want to be successful at this job. Smart. And like, okay, well, we're not going to, we're not going to stop you. And I'm like, all right, great. Perfect. Like, are you sure there's no problem with me doing this? Cause I know how some companies it's like working off the clock is a big no, no. And they're mm -hmm. like, dude, I mean, it's your personal time. You do whatever the fuck you want with it. And I'm like, all right, great, dude. The day they told me that the, the position was up for grabs and I signed the dotted line saying that I'm going to join the marketing team. I came in, mind you, 
my shift in tech support was the the night shift. So I would come in at three o'clock uh, in the you know three o'clock uh, p.m. Mm-hmm. and I'd work all the way to midnight. So my logic was I'm gonna come in at nine in the morning, and from nine to like one or two, I would work in marketing on my own time, so I could start learning everything, and then I would work my technical support shift. So I would literally be in the office all fucking day. Yeah. And, you know, like from nine to two, I'm not getting paid for that. Like, and this is on my own request. It's not like the the company suggested this to me. I was like, no, I want to learn this job. So for a good month, that's what I was doing. I would, and even on my days off, Tuesdays were my days off. Guess where I was on Tuesdays from nine to six. I was in the office working in the marketing department, learning my fucking job. That is a and, crazy amount of dedication, dude. You are that's that's impressive to say the least. That is very impressive. So I'm doing what I'm doing, and it's funny because I had people I'm getting paid for this. I'm like, nah, man, that's not important to me. That's not important to me. What's important to me is that I learn this job and I get good at it and I understand everything. And they're like, bro, that's bro, fucking good on you. Hell yeah, and man. Then, and then one day, like after everything officially in like in the in the marketing department and like i the transition is done and it's official i show up and on my desk there's a box and then my boss comes and she's like hey um you know we just want to thank you for all the time that you that you gave us that you basically didn't have to do for us open that box and i'm like what are you talking about so i open the box and there's a fat ass asus strix fucking 1080 ti with an 8700 and they're like, that is the least we can do for you. And I was like, yo, I can't take this. Like, and they're like, no, no, no. Let it never be said that hard work doesn't fucking pay off. That is fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, that is a hell of a gift. Yeah, bro. A hell like, of I a was, gift. I was fucking ecstatic, dude. I was like, you guys don't understand like how awesome this is for me. And they're like, wow. we thought, we thought you'd like it. So that is amazing. Yeah, man. That is a hell yeah, of a story, man. too. Yeah, like, that's fucking so. incredible, dude. Like, it's, I mean, for one thing, congratulations on the new position um that is a a definitively that's a dream role uh for anyone involved in technology if you're a gamer you're an it like myself and like like you were that's that's definitely somewhere you that's a company you want to be with um so like now that you kind of have this in and that you're you're so involved with with the uh the build process and the the marketing aspect of this shit where are you in in your personal opinion, the the Nvidia versus AMD debate, the 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 uh, what's what's their graphics line over at AMD? The um, was it Ryzen? Well, that's their processor line. Their, okay. Their graphics line is Radeon. Radeon, thank you. Uh, the the Radeon versus Nvidia debate. Where do you sit? I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to politely pass on that only because of my position. That's fair. Okay. No, that's, that's perfectly acceptable. Okay. Um, then let's, let's, let's go this direction with the way that technology is going and how, how fast all this shit is evolving. And, and obviously these guys are all having to keep up with each other. And now we have virtual reality as being a thing and, graphics processors are are getting under more demand to try and be able to support this kind of new technology and shit. Do you think that there might be a point where PCs as we know it will actually become like an obsolete form 
of technology and the way that we it's, carry over this media? It's a scary thing to, to think about, given that, you know, it's quite literally the business that I'm so fully invested in. Right. But it's it's a possibility, man. I mean, when you when you look at mobile technology and how fucking powerful it is now, like it's it's only going to get better. Yeah. I mean, shit, even Razer has their own phone now. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's but it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like you're like the way the way technology seems to be advancing you're always going to have the gpu that mm -hmm. releases and then a few years later you have the mobile variant of it so right oh, now the 20 okay. the 20 series cards are out right like right. the 20 the 2080 ti and so on and so forth uh, every tier below that there is no 2080 ti mobile variant right. or at least officially okay so there's always going to be those people that want the best of the best when it comes out and in that respect that's where i feel like pc gaming as a whole will still be a viable thing but again it's 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 getting to the point where it's kind of tough to say because it's it's yeah it, the technology now is just you know it's it's immaculate it's fucking it's nuts what 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 you can do in the palm of your hand oh it's it's incredible i mean we we we're every day we're sliding portable computers into our pocket what i think a lot of people don't realize is you know obviously iphone is created by apple it's running off of proprietary software created by apple it's an apple operating system Android is built off of Linux. Like that's that's a Linux kernel that's running underneath your your Android OS and all that kind of shit. So I mean, it's still a form of computer that oh, is yeah. is powering yeah. that device. Mm -hmm. So and now, you know, going back to a common topic that's been covered tonight with esports with mobile games now breaking into this competitive landscape with games like Vainglory and Clash Royale and a um, couple of others that I can't really pick off the top of my head, but they're in with that MOBA genre of like mobile, kind of like mobile versions of League of Legends in a sense. And they're breaking out into their own competitive markets. Like that's that's something that's easily laughed at, but is slowly growing under people's noses and they don't even have an idea of what's going on. And that's kind of a scary thought. There's so much shit going on that like it's just yeah like, I, I, like for example what the fuck is going on with this tiktok bullshit i don't know but and i see why it. is it one of my friends is involved with this like and it's, it's just a bunch of kids voicing over shit yeah it's, it's voiceover them, like. it's voiceover karaoke and where a lot of them like what what one of my friends does uh is she does these cosplays along with whatever she's voicing over because what some people are able to do is not even just music, but they can bring in like uh, audio clips from like movie scenes and exactly. reenact them. And yeah. it's, it's an exaggerated form of dress up is what it is. That's exactly mm -hmm. what it is. is. Is people playing pretend and dress up, but using technology to do it. And in some cases it's done well and it's, it's comical. It's cute. 
it's it's fun in a sense, but at the same time, there's I'm feeling a I'm feeling a pretty harsh disconnect on that on that front, man. And yeah, that, I that, thought that, it was that's the just new... one of the many things that I'm just like I don't get it, you know. And at that point, I'm starting to feel like an old guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, uh, Whoop says it's the, uh, he thought it was the new Vine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, okay, and, and that great, but like. I don't know, man. It's, it's it's a scary future to in, in my and you know I hate to be I hate to sound like the kind of person that doesn't like adapt to change and things that are coming up, but like there's just some shit that I just don't understand. I mean, like I I I'm not gonna say that I get it because I don't get it, but I get it to the point where like I understand where other people find enjoyment out of it. Like that's not. That shit is not going on my phone at any time whatsoever, <laughs> and I know that. But if someone that I know personally is involved with it and that's something that they enjoy doing, I'm not going to shit on them for it. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, like, oh, yeah, totally, like, I get everything that you're doing over there. Like, I have a friend of mine that is a, a professional cosplay model, and she takes her job very seriously. She does cosplays that comic cons all across florida and all across the country and she's enjoys what she does and she's very very good at it but that is something that you know she has taken and she can do a business out of and she's created her own form of 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 business out of that Uh whereas this i mean is it's you playing pretend it's the equivalent of a of a kid finding their grandmother's uh, trunk up in the attic and trying on all the old clothes from the 1800s and looking at themselves in the mirror like it's it's kind of along those same lines but I feel like doing something like that I mean you may as well just start cosplaying like if, if this realm of imagination has a ve- you have a vested interest in it make it worth your time and yeah. not just playing pretend for a bunch of strangers that's where I'm at with it. Cosplaying I, is is a crazy fucking business, man. It's another one of those things that people ten years ago never would have even fathomed of making a career out of. Yeah. And there's people that are living solely off of the income they earn from cosplay modeling. And it's your your insane friend, to um, think about. She's um she goes by the name Gothic Sushi. Um, but she's also a tattoo artist in Orlando. You got, you got me at Gothic. <laughs> she uh, she actually has one of the greatest Mercy cosplays I've ever seen, Mister Overwatch fan. Um, <laughs> she's also a, a tattoo artist for a uh, a studio in Orlando called Maui Waui Vintage Tattoo, and she specializes in like very high colored art pieces and does uh geek and nerd geek and nerd related content like she has um pokemon tattoos that are that are actually really really well done <clears throat> but yeah she does she has a, a a cosplay thing that she does where she'll go to a lot of different conventions she does lady Deathpool, she does mercy she's got a sindel cosplay that she's done from mortal Kombat. that's very nice. very well done um yeah she's one of the best in the biz in my opinion Yep, 
Definitely seeing what you're talking about. Yeah, Bees is doing some research right now. Oh, heavy, heavy <laughs> research. Heavy, heavy research. But uh, but yeah, man. Yeah, the cos the cosplay business is is one that like, I I'm like, it's I'm not juxtaposing it to the uh, to the TikTok thing mm-hmm. on 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 a complete opposite note. I'm like, yo, fucking bravo to the people. Oh yeah, for it, sure. Doing man. it on on in the cosplay industry, bro. Like that's some. Cause they got to deal with some crazy shit, man. I mean, they got to deal with like a really special kind of douchebag. Oh yeah, is what's going on there, especially the the female cosplayers. Like the dudes, oh, yeah. kind of not so much. They don't get fucked with. At least you don't hear about it. But there is, there have been some in, uh, incidents in the past, uh, specifically at some of these conventions, where just guys don't understand what boundaries are. And it's really gross. Like, it's really fucking gross that there's people like that that still yeah. exist in the world ever. They'll, they'll, they'll die off soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not. We're, we're like we're like a good 15 years away from those kinds of assholes, like, roaming this. <laughs> Unless they, you know, cancerously passed on their, their, their terrible ways to their children. I, oh, yeah. And, I'm pretty you know, sure we're close to the to a mutual understanding of of the right way to be, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of a scary thought to think otherwise. Otherwise, you know, you just have no hope for humanity whatsoever. But yeah, we we've got to be moving to that point within humanity's evolution where that that way of thinking is just genuinely accepted as not okay. At least I'd like to hope so. <laughs> uh, same, dude. Same. I'm over here, like, knocking on wood. Yeah, man. But it's like, you know, you, you take away the asshole element out of it. And being able to being able to build an entire life on top of that, that type of, of career is something that's unique only within, like, the past 10 years, maybe? Yep. If I, that, I would even I would even say like five. Yeah, no, that, 10, 10 to five to ten years. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll round it out at like eight. You know, we'll say like okay. the past eight years, it's really become a thing that people can turn into a viable career option, and it's essentially been geniusly morphed into a form of modeling. Yes, you know, and there's these very creative photo shoots that get done within these these uh, characters that are being displayed like you'll see um some of these skyrim cosplayers that'll take their entire photo shoot out into the middle of the woods somewhere and just create their own scenery that almost recreates that skyrim universe in a way yep. that only that type of art art work can do or take flip it on a completely you know opposite end of the spectrum where somebody is recreating some sort of borderland scene and it's like they the way that they do the lighting and the coloring on their face it's like yeah dude full makeup cell shaded it's like oh that's some fucking awesome shit yeah it gets turned into like an all-out production almost uh i've seen a couple of cosplayers online that'll do uh you familiar with tank girl i'm not it's uh it was a old was it a dc it was either a dc comic or an image comic back in the day and it got turned into a movie in the 90s with uh, Lori Petty playing Tank Girl. 
and it took place in like this post-apocalyptic type landscape where it's like all desert and you got like this punky chick r- running around on like fucking rocket launchers and shit it was pretty dope yeah i'm looking at it now <laughs> and okay I, I i see the opportunity there yes and she rides a tank and that's why she's called tank girl and cosplayers have recreated that entire landscape before in some photo shoots and just i mean it's elaborate to say the least as a lot of work gets put into this it becomes like a whole other production it's fucking crazy we live in a very special time right now you can arguably make a living and like i mean make a living paying your bills and paying your car note and buying your groceries doing almost anything you can think of yep it's fucking crazy to think about that just gotta find the audience that's willing to pay for it you You gotta find the audience and you gotta find the demand for what it is that you're doing you know like with this thing who knows if there's a real big demand out there for it but i could probably create one if i do this really well you know this this type of of medium is is accepted by lots and lots of people like podcasting is just something that people are getting into and i think it's because it takes away that control element that traditional radio has where they have to follow these certain guidelines otherwise their content can get pulled whereas with podcasts i mean you can almost i won't go out on the limb and say anything but you can arguably say almost anything in this type of of format and be okay and that freedom i think is is very refreshing yeah man that's why i like doing it i mean we can we can sit here and just have this genuine conversation about any fucking thing we want we have literally talked about anything that has come to our mind i've i've lost track of all the things that we've exactly right and And it's great it's organic it's not (laughs) like you're sitting here list of questions like all right i'm gonna ask him this 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 it's like this has all been just a genuine conversation, man. And, and like, that's, that's why I love it. And that's why I've I have taken heavy inspiration from other podcasts that I listen to. But because I have enjoyed that so much is why I decided to do it that way, because this works. This works. I mean, I have been able to I think. I have been able to talk to people. In this way and get more of a genuine like display of who they are as a a human being than i would in like a traditional interview where i went Mm -hmm. down like a set list of questions and only talked about certain things you know yeah and i think that's that's, something very special it's it's the best way to do it man it's funny because my my first uh my my first uh actual stream with the company uh you know doing the live build for burke black like they kept on asking me like do you have like a list of questions and i kept on saying i'm like no yeah because i don't i don't know who he is right and i feel like it'll make for better content if i just talk to the fucking guy yeah and like i was i was kind of catching a little bit of shade because they're like like me dodging the work or me dodging the research and i'm like mm-hmm. no i see a genuine opportunity here guys like trust me let me let me do this the way I think is going to be best. And it fucking turned out great. The guy stayed on the stream for the entire live build. And we were just having a conversation. And he was super fucking awesome to talk to. You know? That's and dope. I, 
and and and, and, he, and like it's cool because it's like I don't necessarily I'm 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 relatively new into this whole space into the streamers, influencers, like all of this. Like I don't if you start fucking spit spitballing a bunch of like high dollar stream names, I'm probably not gonna know a lot of them because this is all very new to me. Mm-hmm. So like when when they were like, yeah, we have Burke. I don't know who that is. All right, well, you need to do research. I'm like, great. I fucking watch a couple of his streams, and it's like, all right, great. Like, like that. He seems great. I can't wait to talk to him. All right, what do you got? I don't, you know. <laughs> how did you start streaming? Like, dude, let me let me talk to the guy, and and yeah. I guarantee you, it'll make for watchable. And it it was a hit. It was really good. I had a lot of feedback saying, hey, you know, it was great. As a matter of fact, some people were saying you were talking to him too much. You need to read more chat. And I'm like, all right, duly. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, there's like little little notes, you know, like that will will come into play as you're as you're developing as a as a caster and stuff, and that's pretty that's pretty cool that like Origin has this thing where they will actually broadcast themselves building this like awesome machine for this client, whoever they happen oh, yeah, to be. It, it's it's a it's a great segment that 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 they do. It's 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 fucking it's it's smart. It's really smart. Well, yeah, like, like I like let's talk about that for a second because I don't I don't see a lot of other companies doing that. And when you say that you were hosting this thing, like were you just Twitch hosting it like on your channel or were you yeah, physically well, there well, to they, Origin streams on all platforms. So they simultaneously stream on Twitch, Mixer, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, they do it. They do it all. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. So, like, essentially, what we do is we have an influencer, um, either one that you know that we're we we're currently that we sponsor already, and then you know maybe they they have a system that they need to refresh, or you know maybe they already have a system with us. They need an upgrade, or it's a new influencer that we work with. Uh, anytime it's an influencer in any capacity. Uh, typically once we've agreed and we've, you know, we signed all the paperwork in terms of, you know, how everything moves forward and they're one of us, um, we, we will build them a machine, but, you know, rather than just building a machine and send it out, we take the opportunity to, you know, know, stream the build. And, you know, the whole idea is that we're a PC manufacturing company. We want to show people what we do. Right. Um, It's not like, it's not like we're pulling a computer off of a shelf slapping a sticker on it and okay no we're a custom builder every machine is built to order there is no such thing as a pre-built machine in our company when you go on our website and you spec out a machine somebody in in the fucking in the warehouse is going to pull those parts they're going to build that machine and they're going to send it out like it's that's what we do we're we're pc building company yeah so so like when we have these opportunities influencers out systems and you know we come to the agreement of what system we, we're going to provide them we build it on the stream for them and we hit you know if we have the opportunity to do so we have them on the stream either via discord chat skype or even video um and then they see it and they're you know they're genuinely excited like yeah wow that's my machine you know that's it's being hand built uh the guy that usually does all the pj he's a super fucking cool guy though i so blessed to be a part of the company to be like like next to some some people like that he's clown of a dude man he's (laughs) such such a cool guy um and he's a wizard when he builds machines bro his cable management is on point 
like he could put together a machine like this, but he just like has a genuine passion for building computers and it's infectious, man. When you watch that guy build a machine, it's like I want to do that shit too. Like hell yeah. It's 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 such a cool experience, man. It it, it shows the public what we do, how how passionate we are about building computers and custom gaming PCs. You know, it, it's an opportunity for us to you know, bring in a whole new demographic for the influencers. So oh, mainly sure. that's our, that's our target. You know, the, the, the influencers market, the influencers uh, community, we bring them onto our stream so they could watch us and then they might be interested in buying. Them. And then, you know, you already know how. Yeah. Is out. So it's, it's a really cool thing. And that was my first time doing it with, uh, with Burke Black. Um, who's actually streaming Sea of Thieves right now to an audience of 2,000 viewers, right? Now. Shout out to Burke Black, Sea of yeah, Thieves, dude. dude. Yeah, That's the like, numbers. Yeah, no, he's he's a big he's a he's a big dude. Like he knows his shit. Hell yeah. So on um, next week on Wednesday, we're live for Timak or Timok. I'm not even sure. He's currently doing a Sea of Thieves streams for uh, 714 viewers right now. Okay. So uh, yeah, like we we got some heavy hitters that we work with yeah and um yeah i'm, I'm gonna be hosting that and i don't know anything about timak you know and <laughs> i look forward to talking to the guy and getting to know him because it's gonna be a genuine organic conversation that i'm gonna be having with him it's not gonna be some when did you start streaming right you no know? it's gonna be like yo like what up bro like tell me about yourself homie. yeah i'm genuinely interested in learning about you for sure. Oh, by the way, in the background, that's your fucking computer that's getting built. You know? like, <laughs> obviously, I can't drop f bombs, but you know, like it's a it's a genuine conversation. You know, like, and all I got to do is improve, like you know, the little quality of light things, like engaging chat. But mind you, I mean, it's different. Like, it's an audience of like anywhere between five, six, seven, a thousand viewers, and that fucking oh, chat yeah. is like moving yo oh like, yeah dude i was gonna like, say like probably trying to keep up with the chat like that is probably trying to keep up with like an individual fucking bubble in a yeah. rapid you know and like it's, <laughs> like it's, a rapids river dude but, it's wild and, and it kind of it kind of puts you into like that weird mental space of like how do these big guys really handle this like is it all done with moderators it is it i mean I, how much of it is being controlled themselves like when you see 80 people's fucking twitch names scale up across your screen in like you know two minutes it's it's got to be a little overwhelming i can't even put myself into the, into that mental space right now just trying to come to create what that well, might be we, like we definitely have a great crew um you know we, i got lewis who's the content specialist he's the guy who basically does everything in terms of the stream layout and like okay all the all the assets that we have um, Jerica, she's, she's, uh, she's our social. So she's basically usually the mod, uh, Sydney, who's our admin. She, um, she typically will jump on mod duties as well. Cool. So I got a, I got a, I got a great group of people that are working behind me. It's not just me on the camera, you right. know? but obviously I have to take my fair share of engaging chat as well. So anytime I can, I'll try to sneak in. But again, it's difficult when I take this approach where I genuinely want to talk to these guys. You know what I'm saying? And we're having full blown conversations. As a matter of fact, Burke Black was schooling me because he was jumping on chat and he was like, hey, such and such is saying this. I'm like, oh, damn, I need to be doing my job. You know, so well, I like, mean, to be fair, he is a professional. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the guy, the guy, the guy. So it was cool, man. It was a great learning experience, and I, I I'm really looking forward to this next upcoming build with Tamak, man. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to plug too much on your channel, but dude, that's like, exactly uh, why you're here. I that's mean, exactly like, why you're here. If you want to throw the Origin Twitch channel into the chat, you go by all means do so. Well, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be doing it. But th this is the guy that we host. I'm gonna be doing a live build for okay. uh, next Wednesday. It's at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I mean, it, it, mark your it, calendars, people. If you're interested in tuning in, man, that's gonna it's gonna be me. Uh, it's gonna be me, cat. You know, cashing them checks. Hell yeah, <laughs> me, boy. Me uh, working working for the boys at Origin PC, and again, it's a fucking it's a it's a it's it's such a dream come true that I'm even in this position. It's like that is pretty I, dope, dude. You you I got a uh, you know like it's wild, bro. You have a very special opportunity that a lot of guys like us just aren't going to get in our lifetimes to see this industry kind of like from the inside out. So I mean, you're 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 definitely in a very a uh, beneficial position, and I I couldn't be happier for you, man. I definitely hope that this this thing turns into something very, very, very enjoyable for you. Uh, on the backhand of that, where, I mean, I don't expect you to have every single answer for this, nor do I expect you to be able to comment too much on it, but what you can, from your perspective, what does the horizon look like for Origin, and where do you think your position in, in a personal way, where do you kind of see yourself within this landscape and, and where, where do you kind of see yourself kind of reaching out and trying to get more, more involved in? It's, it's tough to say, especially how new this all is for me, but I mean, origin as a company, they're, they're going to keep making leaps and bounds in the, in the PC gaming market for sure. Like they're, they're they're a heavy hitter you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like the, there's only a, one other company that i can and i don't even want to say their names because they're just my competitors you know, no problem yeah curve. no totally yeah. fair but uh <laughs> but like we we're we're doing tight work and we like there's a lot of uh restructuring going on uh within the marketing department itself and mm -hmm. it's 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 for the better it's it's for the okay better. and it's we we really 2019 is going to be a and like in, in terms of what i want personally man, i just want to i just want to like i just want to ride this this train and see what it takes <laughs> me like i'm going to all these events that i i've never like had the opportunity of going to I'm yeah talking man. to all these people that would have never even batted an eye at me you know just a normal person trying to reach out to it's putting me in line with so many fucking people that like i've I would have never had the opportunity to speak. So in that, in that respect, like I have nothing but thankfulness for this company, man. I have nothing but just pure appreciation, like the, the most purest form of gratitude towards these guys, man. Like not only are they putting food on my table, but they're, they're giving me the life that I've, I've always wanted to live, dude. Like, like it, my, Growing up, my parents always like, yo, that video game you're fucking spending hours on, that's not going to bring you nothing. Fucking life. preach, bro. Look at, look at me now. 
it's it's a dream come true, man. It's it's nothing short of a dream come true. It's it's definitely something that only people like us within this fandom can truly have an appreciation for. And I I I couldn't be happier for you, man. And I can I can just see the look on your face and I can tell that you're you're exactly where you want to be right now. And that's something that a lot of people don't get a chance to say. So I'm I'm definitely happy for you. I'm excited to see where this comes to for you, man. And just to kind of see what develops beyond this. Um, maybe even try and talk to folks at Over Origin starting a podcast. You know, who knows? Who knows? Absolutely. Man. <laughs> the dude, like, it's again, bro, like being being a part of this sick is like it, it's it's awesome, bro. I appreciate you and but I really look forward to to continuing this relationship, man. And oh, we're gonna do this again for sure. Man. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to do this again and I we're going to we're going to have some conversations, we're going to come up with some shit. Uh, I see this particular format being rather successful. I just got to keep grinding at it. I got to keep talking to guys like you. Um possibly gonna, even reaching out over to the I'm folks at throw, Origin. I'm going to throw as many people towards towards you man so so that you can keep the content coming out man. absolutely dude the uh the sick boy lounge at gmail.com if anyone watching or listening or if you want to throw that at anyone that you may know Beezus, uh that is the contact email for everything involved with the show uh my business email i guess you could call it um you know sick boy you spelled with a cards? one i don't I don't, and I'm cards. considering doing that. I'm considering uh, doing the website thing to kind of help with that in that regard as well. Um, there's there's a lot of different stuff that I am considering, but I can't pursue a hundred percent just yet. I still got to keep up with the content. There's iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. I have to try and keep up with now and get and get the audio versions of this show put up there on which I've I have fallen egregiously behind on. So that's going to be a main focus going forward. But um, definitely reaching out to more people, getting more content creators and streamers involved, um, possibly getting some folks more involved within the industry. You know, anyone over at Origin or anyone that's involved in those types of business ventures, always welcome and, and pick their brain a little bit on here. They're, the sky's the limit, man. Sick Boy Lounge is everything gaming and music and everything that comes along with it. So anyone involved in those worlds, I want to talk to them and I want to talk to them bad. I, I believe in everything you're doing, bro. <clears throat> hey, you cut out just a little bit there, man. Can you, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. I said, I believe in everything you're doing and you have thousand percent support, my dude. Like I really want to see your channel grow and I want to be, I want to be a part of any capacity that I can be a part of it. Well, dude, yeah, I have, I am, yeah, absolutely. I am, I am stoked for this, you know, just, just hitting affiliate and getting that milestone has been a, a skip in my heartbeat that I didn't think that I'd actually get a chance to feel. So seeing this thing grow and getting more people like you involved with it are, are definite priorities for me. And moving forward, guys, plan on seeing a lot more of this guy because he's got a lot of really cool shit to say. And just look at that smile. This is a pretty face. You got to have this on the screen all the time. All the time. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, um, I think that's time, man. I think we're going to go ahead and call it for the night. I'm going to let you get on with your weekend and get these fine people 
back to their lives and um thank you again for taking time out to do this dude no, man, uh, thank really quick go ahead and throw out anything that you got going on plug your channel give yourself a shout out man what do you got uh, going on i mean i mean obviously guys i want you to check out origin pc make the best pcs in the world uh i mean that's that's no understatement uh when it comes to custom pcs you can get Whatever you want, if you want, you know, the, the most high-end hardware, you can get that with us. If you want a custom graphic printed on your machine, you can give us any image. We'll go ahead and we'll do a custom UV print on your machine. Uh, it, we, we genuinely mean custom. That's what that's what it's there for. And then on my own personal note, uh, Beezus Gaming, that's my that's my current Twitch stream. Uh, it's, I, do, I do streams every so often. Not as much as I'd like to, but I'm definitely going to be pushing, you know, as time progresses for um, sure i basically just play whatever i want but i mean obviously i'm always open to hearing what people want to want to play and um it's it's an evolving thing but it's definitely something i like to do as a hobby on my own time and i build computers on my own so if you ever just want to pick my brain on hardware trust me when i say i know a lot about it um, i've learned a lot ever since joining the company so if you ever just want to hit me up and talk computers or video games Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Uh, Twitter is at Beezus Gaming. Is that correct? Yep. Let me go ahead and shoot you a, shoot you a link right now. There you go. A second. Get the Twitter. Uh, do you have an Instagram? Do, 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 do. I have an Instagram. Uh, I don't know what it is, to be honest. I change it. And that is fucking funny. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that's like, I, I know what it is, but I spell it <laughs> give me two seconds two, yeah two, 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 dude no worries so here's 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 my twitter uh, my twitch uh, obviously if you just there we go my my, my name is there on, yeah on the twitch the twitch um, but yeah man again sick it's it's been a pleasure uh, and i look forward Again, man. It's been a super fun time. Yes, be sure. Yeah, dude, we're we're definitely gonna have Beezus back, and um, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be great. I can't wait to see where this thing goes. Remember, the next couple of weeks there won't be a podcast. I'm going to be taking the time without internet at the new house to try and get caught up in editing. So be watching for the iTunes and Spotify. And Google Play uploads because those will be coming very very soon. Those will be. Do you currently have uh, content on? Yeah, the on... first two episodes are are up and available for anyone to download on those on those platforms. On Spotify. On Spotify too. Hold on, let me find it right now. Before uh, it. it'll be the SBL podcast. SBL podcast. Yeah. Make sure you can find it. That's it, right boy. There, right That's there. it. You saw it. Right You'll here, catch guys. the first two episodes that are available for you to stream and download at your leisure, ladies and gentlemen. Follow. Follow. Hell yeah. It. That's what I'm talking wow. about, boy. Look at that support. I love it. All right, man. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for being out here and doing this thing. Have a good night, sir. Yeah, man. For we sure. wish you well. Guys, I'm going to leave you with a little another taste of the Barbarians, guys. And as Don't always... Don't Motherfuckers, stay sick. Stay sick. Stay sick.